Damn it. You couldn't have had me on the next um, one. I, I honestly, I, when I realized I wanted to have you on the sex number one, but I, but I didn't realize. The sex number one. <laughs> yeah. Big brain idea. We do episode 69 right now, and then we release 68 later. Hello and welcome to a special episode of Casual Master Quest. Um, I'm your host for the episode, Nick slash LR, because there's going to be some debate over who calls me what. Um, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Tyler. And also... Hi. Uh, no, Tyler, yeah, you don't get to talk that much today, I'm sorry. And and also our guest for for the episode, she snaps. Hi. Hi, hi. How's hi. Every, how's, how, how are you doing? How's everybody doing? Tyler, how are you doing? Your name is LR. Yes, I, I, I realize um, it's going to be... Your online personification is LR, Nicole. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a doozy. Um, going to be a doobie. Uh, that too, yes. Um, I would Canada. like to officially state that uh, I'm running the stream this time, so... Uh, it's a so it's Canadian. We're all uh, um, legal, and we don't have to worry about anything. Uh, this is for the. Uh, uh, I'm worried that Twitch is gonna try the Doctor Mori us. Uh, this is for the. Uh, this is for the uh, FBI agent listening. Don't worry. Um, we're all we're all good. Yeah. Blackstone, Blackstone, Naruto run, Naruto run. <laughs> yeah. The uh, does the storming of Area 51 didn't go too well. I heard. No, it didn't. Oh. I saw pictures, um, but I scrolled past them pretty quickly. Yeah, it was just a. I mean, I think it was just a big party. I think more than anything else. Yeah. They had guns and shower guns. How did those people <laughs> think they're going to have a chance trying to break in? Um. So this is going to be uh. Also, b- before we carry on, um, Glenn is away this episode. Um, he is away enjoying himself at TwitchCon, um, and he will be back with us uh, next week. So um, we brought in a guest today to talk about uh brain stuff. Was that was that right, Snaps? That's kind of what you do. Yeah, kinda. That's that's yeah. a big part of it, at least, you know. Um, <laughs> so before we get into like our weeks, Snaps, introduce yourself. Like, what do you do? Who are you? Why are you here? Uh, my name is Snaps, and I stream on Twitch, and I also speak around at different places about mental health and mindfulness. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I, uh, just like drawing blanks for myself. I'm like all about learning and growing and sharing. What I've learned. So primarily mental health and mindfulness and a lot of dick and fart jokes. Yay. And I'm, I'm very excited for the dick and fart jokes more than anything else. Um, good, good. We approved. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're going to get into some, uh, hopefully some interesting discussion on mental health and um, uh, I want to tie to tie to some extent to gamers, but we are also going to do like a mini snaps interview. So if, if you wanted to know more about snaps, uh, you'll get a chance to. But before we do that, How's your week been? My week has been great. Honestly, I kind of forgot that it was Saturday. I think that's part of the reason my brain is breaking a little bit because Saturdays have been my like do nothing. Well, not do nothing, but I I decided there's like a difference between weekday snaps and weekend snaps and weekend snaps Mm -hmm. gets to have the low level requirement of only doing two things every day that she needs to do. So I'm on like weekend snaps, yet I streamed this morning for I don't even know how many hours playing Borderlands. And now I'm here and I am just like a little brain broken my brain's like what's going on you worked all week this isn't this isn't what you do so i'm I here now totally understand the feeling yeah. 
It's weird for me because I have to make sure I am doing something by 5 p.m., which is work on the weekdays. And so Saturday comes and it's like, yes, I can finally sleep in and wake up and do when I please. But then I made the mistake of making a podcast. So I have to be up and ready for at 5 p.m. my time. So it's like Sunday. And then I got to get up even sooner because there's a D&D <laughs> podcast or a D&D session I run. It's like, I it's like, wait a minute. Uh, I, I goofed up here. Uh, but yeah, I totally understand. Uh, it, for me, it's been weirder and weirder as I lock myself down on different projects. I, uh, I don't have that kickback and relax time. I kind of miss, you know? Well, I'm. it's kind of cool that you are getting up around the same time every day. Because as far as like sleep schedules and your brain is concerned, like that's a definite plus for you. But as far as you not having any kind of kit kick back and do nothing time, I suggest that you start scheduling it in, like block it off on your calendar or else it will not happen for you. I mean, from personal experience. I mean, uh, if it gives you any comfort, that's usually between four and 6 a.m. Uh, being a third shifter and all, you know, I come home from work and I uh, make sure, you know, hey, I need a cool down period. And then I make sure that I try to wake up at a certain time because then I may, <laughs> I schedule myself off again for uh, the watch people streaming and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Or better yet, terrorizing my, uh, my mentality by playing League of Legends, yep, yeah. or uh, starting a brand new D and D podcast too, because we did that. What do you, I did nothing. I'm just a participant. <laughs> <laughs> not this week, and not this week. Uh, so yeah, uh, this week I'm learning how to uh, edit a D and D podcast, which uh, you know I, I've edited this show so many times that you know maybe an hour and a half, two hours. I just you know listen, skim through because usually the uh, the comedy works itself out pretty much. But when you're doing uh, a Dungeons and Dragons where everything is purely audio, and but you need to visualize it for it to be a successful thing, uh, mm-hmm. I also have been doing my best to a filter out any time that we try to talk over each other, which kind of ruins the whole uh, description of the show. Then maybe add some uh, thematic music, some ambience here and there, sound effects as they're required. That's a lot of fucking work. Yeah, you're telling and, a uh, real story there. And it's like I I got out of it, but I realized that. I spent almost 10 hours working on a single episode. Uh, a lot of that time was trying to figure out how half this crap works because uh, I got introduced to a couple of uh, programs that I still don't know how to use uh, in the way I wanted to. Like, uh, are you uh, wary of or aware of something called Sirenscape? Mm-mm. Sounds like witchcraft. Right, uh, it, I mean, that's fair Practically enough. Practically witchcraft. What my mom said when I told her about, <laughs> hey, I'm going to be a, a changeling sorcerer. And she, like, took the cross to me. So uh, Sirenscape is uh, a desktop app that plays fantasy music as you in the background but it doesn't let you download the mp3 from it or uh record off the program it's like i have an hour 40 minutes of uh dnd stuff that i already record already did and i need to get that over there and like i'm trying to patrick star that you know i was like just gotta take all the people over here and put them over here it's like so i i'm trying to learn a bunch of technical stuff like stereo mix for the computer which uh kind of started losing its way out sometime i think after windows 8 it's been harder and harder to get that set up essentially i need uh audacity to record one thing only one program versus like either the whole desktop or my microphone or whatnot and uh sound cards don't work like that normally uh you can potentially use stereo mix or you can do it through a uh, virtual software program but uh that that's more <laughs> out of my league so i've been chilling by being a passenger driver in my uh my work company i've been able to finally relax uh it's been throwing me off because uh 
I'm used to driving as a truck driver for uh, months at a time, especially during the summer, that when they don't have somebody for me to be the relief for in a, a sick day or, you know, vacation day or whatnot, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. Uh, I'm getting a reduced pay, but I'm sitting over in the passenger seat and it's like, I'm used to driving a, you know, 50,000 pound vehicle and, uh, you know, holding onto the wheel and watching out for deer. And now I'm sitting over here playing my phone. It's, it's really fucking bizarre. Unsettling. Yeah, that's quite um, a transition. How are the roads looking now as we're transitioning close to winter? Uh, the roads are fine. The only problem is, so September over here in Michigan is, uh, I believe it's like deer birthing season, if you will. Hmm. So we're, we're seeing a lot of more uh, growing and traveling families. I could be wrong on that whole thing, but September's infamous in Michigan for deer, like to be roadkill, essentially. Right. Okay. Listen, so you better not be the- wrong when you're talking about deer and their gestational periods and like when they give birth, because that's very important to me and a lot of people. So get your facts right, okay? Well, I am Dr. Deer F. Gestation. <laughs> I will happily show you my PhD in bullshittery. Perfect. And I can tell you without a fact that if you give me 10 seconds, I can tell you when most deer of the year are born. Hmm. Wizardry. I can't imagine how that would Don't- work. <laughs> I, I, I'm like the bronze kneecap from uh, the Nickelodeon TV show Fairly Odd Parents. Don't make me use this. Oh, I love okay, that's Fairly a reference. Odd Parents. Okay, thank you, somebody. I know it's like Nick. I was about to say Nick living the hovel, but I said it anyways, and uh, he unfortunately did not get to enjoy Nickelodeon. A lot of a lot of people forget that I didn't grow up in North American culture. Um, I didn't really grow up with Fairly Odd Parents. I'm too old for that, but I watched it because it's fucking awesome. Like I started watching that when I moved into this house. So since I've been like 23, maybe. Okay. I think? Question mark? I don't know. Yeah, I oh, never fact, had Nickelodeon, uh, so. Uh. Fawns are born from April to June, so uh, I'm gonna have to give up my doctorate here and uh, realize that. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this you're not wrong. If fawns are born between April and June, that means they're starting to grow up and be able to walk around and travel around September, because then they'd be stable I mean, enough to, like, you know, prance and do whatever deer sure do. Deer can uh, stand within like 10 minutes of being birthed. It's uh, pretty quick. So it's yeah, it's. I like your line of thinking, LR. It was it was good. It was good. You, you, you tried your best. Thank you for the save. But I'm bleeding out here. Don't even use the the med kit. Just, yeah. just, just let go. Okay, that's fine. Moving on. Um, my week's been okay. Uh, just been busy with school and stuff. Uh, I do Thanks have cousins in town. <laughs> um, my cousin from Seattle's visiting. Um, my cousin from New Jersey and her fiance flew in to visit Seattle, and then they drove up here. Um, and they were talking about wedding prep, and this will be the first time I'm probably going to be involved in a wedding of this like ever uh, cool. like I've attended weddings but I'm going to be involved in a wedding now especially where my uh, it's going to be a half Indian half Filipino like thing um, ceremony that, that's unique wow sounds like it's going to be um, a party I was, gonna ask if you're, I was about to ask if you were going to be a groomsman but it's like I don't even think that applies here anymore I, I like I don't even know what that entails well I mean um, I couldn't because um, it's the the guy is the one who's Filipino. My cousin's the the girl. So I can't be. I don't even know if in our weddings we have uh, groomsmen or like in in the Hindu ceremonies if we have like bridesmaids or groomsmen. We just we just do the thing the three days and then we just get really drunk at the end. Okay, a fun okay. way to do I mean, it. That part I can relate to. Yeah, and so it's gonna I'm, be a I'm nice. Glad you celebrate. Yeah, it's a nice ma- yeah. mix up of everything now because we'll, uh, Filipinos like to party. Um, because uh, I grew up a grew up around a lot of Filipinos and they really like to party and I'm talking about 
food, drinks, and karaoke from sunset to sunrise. And combine that with um, older Indian uncles and some rum and some beer, and it's going to be crazy. So I hope they're, they're, they're ready. Um, I like yeah. the sound of that. So that's going to be sometime next year, and I'm going to have to fly out to New York. And have to or get to? Uh, have to, because from New York, I have to go to New Jersey. So I'll get to go visit New Jersey. Okay, yeah. that's fair. Damn it. Yeah. Bested. Yeah. <laughs> the sniper missed her shot. Yeah. Um, uh, language so is like important to me, so I'm always like important. busting people's balls over it. I mean, she got you in the leg, but you kept running, and she's like, damn. Mm-hmm. Made a quick recovery. Um, so we are a video game podcast, um, and so I'd like to take this short period to what? talk about video games because I don't know if we'll get to many video games today video specifically. Game. A, a video game podcast, like people talking about video games in a video game podcast, like pissing in an ocean of piss. It's like they do it just so they can hear the sound of, of their own, you know. Uh, but Nick, I wanted to talk about feelings. What are we doing? We're going to get to the feelings, Tyler. Don't worry. Uh, we'll get to all the feelings soon enough. Good. I got my onions to chop and I got lemon <laughs> drops just ready. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, to you know, to to show that we have feelings as uh, individuals on the internet, we need to make sure I we have the p- absolutely have feelings. I'm sure you do, Tyler. What? Why are you laughing, Nick? Not laughing. I'm laughing with okay, you. Okay, good. Not laughing at you. You just said you weren't laughing. You're. I don't you're know what you're talking why? about. I think you're hearing things, Tyler. So, Nick, what have you played this week? Um, I got a chance to try out the Modern Warfare beta. Um, the the new one, not the remastered. There's a new Modern Warfare coming out. It's my first Call of Duty game too. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it was interesting. How are you liking it? I enjoyed it. Um, it was just different. It was refreshing because Tyler, you know this. Um. All I do is play Destiny and Overwatch. That's that's really it. Those are the no. only main games. <laughs> no, Nick. No, no. I, I know you play more than that, like uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I played Breath of the Wild and I finished it. Yeah, yeah you did. But you didn't beat the game. No, but I finished the game. Uh, you got the I finished the story. You didn't quite beat the game. Mm, I got all the yeah, shrines. I don't think you, well, I mean, yeah, but did you really beat the game? Okay, let's not do this. Um, Call <laughs> of Duty. You have the season pass? Asking for a friend? Yeah, you gave it to me. Oh, did you do all that? Yeah, yeah you, did. you watched me do all of that. Wait, did you, did you do the trial of the sword though? No, I haven't gotten that. That's hard as shit, dude. Mm, I'm gonna get yeah, to that I at guess some you point. Didn't beat the game. Okay, I didn't beat huh. the game. Okay. Uh, Call of Duty is interesting. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's all I have to say. Um, yeah, I don't know. I nothing much to say about Call of Duty. There were a few things about the game that bothered me, um, like how easy it is to just get rolled over at some points. Um, but then again, it's just learning a new game, new systems, new guns, a new culture of players. Cause those, those are where the 12 year, 12 year old shit talkers are. That's where they exist and live and breathe. Um, and I thought destiny yes. was bad sometimes. Um, no call of duty is so much worse. I was very pleasantly oh, no, surprised is. when I started with destiny at like how the community was, especially being like a woman in it. I like destiny was the first game that I actually like had any desire to talk in voice chat because otherwise it's just, ugh. I'm trying to think of any other like shooter game, especially, uh, that has a, you know, a glorious community that felt so inclusive as the destiny one. Beautiful thing. I mean, you, you, you don't see infinity ward or technically, uh, Treyarch? Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Activision. Infinity Ward or Sledgehammer. You don't see them having, like, uh, any help, you know, trying to get a convention going because, you know, all the Call of Duty members are, you know, holding hands <laughs> and, you know, it's like, I shoot for Chan's uh, rights this week. And it's like, no, that doesn't happen, unfortunately. <laughs> get fucked. I and- fucked your mom, noob. Yep. That's that's usually the response from uh, the Call of Duty players. Yep. Uh, yep. They say a lot. Fair, uh, fair enough. Yeah. 
very much worse things, but uh, things I wish to not repeat because they're not nice things. And or the we'll fucking your mom thing is is a nice thing. Yeah, that's the nicest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the nicest thing they it's say. Very friendly to talk about having sex with someone else's mother. So I agree, absolutely. Glad you shared that one and not the other stuff that's probably mean. <laughs> You're probably a vegan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Yeah, snaps. What? It, uh, Shows my priorities. What? Sorry, go ahead. So apart from what you've been playing this week, what do you normally play, like, on stream? I, and I know that you don't normally play, and when you do, it's, uh, well, or at least lately, uh, it's a little bit of Destiny towards the end, uh, or uh, just some, like, Fortnite, where you can just play with some buds, and then just not kind of think too hard. But yeah. in general, what are your kind of, like, go-to games? Um, It was Destiny. Like, Destiny is what brought me to Twitch. So it was Destiny for a long time, and that was, like, all I did. Um, Lately, I've been letting the flow of chat kind of dictate how long I do things for, like, gaming or otherwise. Either he's frozen or he's really good at staying still. He's frozen That's again impressive. for us. No, that impressive. was very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's been Wait, just, can you guys uh, hear me I don't know. Like some days I'll wind up staying and just chatting for a long time and other days I'll jump into Destiny or something right away. I played Borderlands 3 today, which was dope. I've tried out a bunch of new um, games in the past year or so, like uh, Gris, Grease, I don't know how to say it. That one and Journey and the game Everything I played like last year. That was really cool. So I'm, I'm exploring more things, but primarily it's been bouncing, I think, between Destiny and Fortnite with Destiny getting the majority of the time that I do dedicate to gaming. Right, yeah. Um, it's amazing, especially considering how much of a pro gamer you are with all the farming you do off stream. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Snaps is a dedicated, oh, <laughs> dedicated man. I, gamer. I really hope anyone from my community is in chat right now so they can just like spit out their coffee at that semi-serious sounding remark. Um, tell me about everything. Um, I, I, I see that it's free on... Um, Tell me about the numbers. <laughs> Epic right now? Um, what's everything about? Um, yeah, Steam, I think, but... Um it's, it's fucking awesome. It's really hard to explain without kind of almost giving away what it is, but you basically become everything. Like you move through this game and try your hand at being all of these different things. So you could be like a leaf, you could be an animal, you could be a fucking rock, a bug, whatever. Um, it's... I think it is such an interesting game and I think it's something everyone should play knowing you're probably going to spend maybe one or two like playthroughs and then you'll be like, I get it. Holy shit. But it's yeah. it's very fascinating. I think it does a good job of sort of showing you how our thoughts are made and um, showing you like the interconnectedness of things. And if you like Alan Watts or philosophy, then the game is especially right for you because there's little sound bites throughout all of the game um, from Alan Watts. But like the main thing I'll caution people is when you first start playing everything, know that the animals move weird. You're probably going to be laughing at how like silly it is, but the graphics get fucking wild as you get into the game. It is beautiful like truly a stunning game you just have to like laugh at it for a little while and then you'll see okay uh yeah i've, I've been seeing that it's free to pick up somewhere so i really want to give it a go uh, i believe it's steam so i would definitely okay. recommend it everyone should play that game it's uh yeah like play it get immersed like smoke a joint if you want to if you're if you're that type of person yeah. if you're into you know casual psychedelic use i wouldn't say that that's a bad time to do it wink wink nudge nudge yeah, yeah. finger gun Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a fucking cool game. I really enjoyed it. And it genuinely, like, there's one part of it in particular where you kind of feel stuck. And the way that that all played out, like, blew me away.
way. I think that it, it does a really great job of teaching us some lessons, I guess. Right. So what, what kind of lessons, if you will? I would say the biggest thing that, that I think you can think of going into it that isn't like ruining the game for you and the biggest thing that you can think of in your life that isn't necessarily ruin the, ruining that game either is just let it go. Like interact with as many things as you can, sing and dance whenever possible, and just let that shit you don't need go. Wow, that uh, really sounds like an exhilarating experience then. Uh, I mean, you just went in active detail on how, you know, uh, using supplements to uh, even take it a step further, but uh, it's like, that sounds awesome. Like, for me, when I first saw you know, the game, it, it said, you know, on Epic Store, everything is free. And it's like, you know, I immediately <laughs> caught the oh, yeah, I'm like, start throwing stuff in my car. I'm like, why is it still trying to charge me? But Oh, so it the, is the, Epic. Know, that, okay. Yeah, yeah, because Epic does the couple of games every two weeks or three weeks that are for free Makes every sense. month. Yeah. Got it. Glad they cleared that but up. Yeah, it's such a, a cool, you know, thing that, uh, forgive me, I, I got completely stopped by that one little joke I had in my head, you know, when I first <laughs> saw, you know, everything is free. The, I honestly, I didn't really give it a chance, but just the way you're describing it is mesmerizing. It's Anyways, very relaxing, uh, too. They have pretty chill music, so you're, you kind of, like, just, just plan on, like, having it be, like, a cozy pants kind of fuck around and play this game kind of thing. It's, uh, yeah, I, I think everyone would enjoy everything. Ah, I see what you, <laughs> see what you did <laughs> there. <laughs> um, I know you also tried out No Man's Sky a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, How'd I want to like get that? back to that. I wanted to play that again yesterday. Um, I'm not sure how much of a streamable game it is, but I've been, like, for me especially, because, you know, like, my my chat is kind of my main focus usually. Right. But it is a game I enjoyed, so I don't really do much offline gaming these days, but I'm definitely tempted to play that offline. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like that fits in with the kind of games you've been getting into lately with kind of, like, exploration, uh, atmospheric kind of... Yeah, um, it's random and I can name yeah. things. I named some rocks Enzo's balls, so every time that you <laughs> go through and you find these, like, gray really rocks... Really to the point, yeah. I named them Enzo's balls. In the amount of times that I've found, like, two rocks next to each other, and then it says Enzo's balls, and it just, like, kills me. And I it named another this, face, like, yeah. mean plant thing, like, slappy bitch plant or something like that. <laughs> like, it's, it's so stupid ridiculous. It's the exact yeah. right kind of game for me. Yeah, that that makes sense. It's it's. it's <laughs> um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think uh, I can't remember who it was. I had a friend who was playing the game, and they discovered a planet that they named Candice, um, and they named the moon of it "Dick Fit in Your Mouth." <laughs> I like it. I like um, it. Um, Tyler, what what have you been playing this week? What have you had the chance to? Uh, I mean, I could talk to you all day about Minecraft Tucket, which I won't. I could tell you about wow classic which i won't because it's been talked about so many times these past few weeks i'd like to actively avoid it uh two big games i got to play this week thankfully because sitting in the passenger seat means i have nothing better to do you know during the periods between stores means i have uh multiple hours of free time to play video games and you know, so the first thing i did was uh, i guess the big one would be mario kart 8 deluxe i got to have fun playing that a little bit I have a co-worker who is not really uh, a video gamer, but, you know, uh, definitely played his fair share of Mario Kart back in the Super Nintendo's 64 days and all that. And so uh, I got to play with him during uh, our lunch break, and he smoked me. I was very upset that the rubber band mechanics of a person who hasn't played a video game on, I'm, I'm guessing, probably at least five to ten years, just demolished me like it was nothing. And it's like, okay, you know what? He needs a win. You know, if that means he'll uh, <laughs> consider getting a Switch and whatnot, I'll lose as many times as I want. You know, the, mm -hmm. plus it's humbling. Also, 
rubber band mechanics. More importantly though, I got to play a lot more of uh, Link's Awakening HD, which is... It, it's been a blast, and uh, as I said last week, it's been kind of weird because you're not used to the uh, sudden lack of information as to what you should be doing next because it gives you subtle context clues but then leaves you in the wilderness to try to do that whole adventuring thing right but i will i will give this game one credit to counteract that and it's been there since the beginning of the game when it first came out for the game boy there's houses around the entire map called uria's house or Uriah, like u-l-r-i-r-a uh, do you want to try that one u-l-r-i-r-a U-L- R-I-R-I-R-A. Aurea, Aurora. Aurea. 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 Old Rerun's house. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- this person actually has a phone set in each of these houses where every time you talk to them, they're like, oh, you're trying to do this and this, huh? Well, why don't you check this area? And it's like, I've always ignored the house. So it's like, I was just trash talking about how there was little handholding for video games in the 1990s, you know, especially in the early stages. But here this is, you know, it's like, hey, uh, if... I'm waiting for that section where if I use it enough, it's like, hey, if you actually need help, here's the Nintendo hotline. They only charge you like $30 <laughs> an hour, but we will help you the hell and back. But yeah, I, I've beaten the uh, seventh out of the eight temples, and I took a little break because I had other things I needed to work on, but I'm hoping I can finish it up this weekend. It's been a great game. Uh, Not really much for any kind of bugs or whatnot. Playing it on handheld mode, I started looking really hard for what I was warned about by other people about frame rates, drops, and uh, I didn't see any. There hasn't been really uh, any kind of uh, issue for something like that, even in handheld mode, and it's been really weird because it's like, I'm looking for problems, like, because I got the rose-colored glasses and all that stuff, and I really want to make sure that, you know, I'm really enjoying this game, obviously I am, and more importantly, this game is holding up so I don't do what I accidentally did for Skyward Sword where I thought it was a great game and then right. I played it a second time. It's like, whoops. <laughs> but so far it's holding up. It's doing a great job and I've been really appreciating it. Yeah, I need to get my hands on that eventually. But then, you know, that's going to be difficult because we've got Shadow Keep coming up um, and uh, me and Snaps are going to grind it hard. Yeah, we're going to hit the PvE <laughs> yeah. activities hard and um, we're forming a raid team and we're going to, cha- you know, do the world's first uh, raid clear uh, challenge. Um, I mean, you know that's great. always my priority is just 100% crushing your raids priority. Yeah. and world's first, all that. Yeah. That's my yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's going to kill the boss with a shotgun too. It's going to be great. Yes, uh, I'll keep the same loadout I've kept <laughs> since the beginning of D2. I'll run in there. Oh, actually, I did finally change it, so I wouldn't be attacking it with like a better devils and a wishbringer this time, but still, it would probably be equally as bad. Um, Those sound like very nice guns. They are lovely guns. Also, I do want to say, um, for anybody who does play Destiny 2 and listens, uh, Steam preload is currently available so if you haven't done that make sure you do that and make sure you've linked your steam accounts to your Blizz- like battle.net accounts so that everything transfers over properly and you can't play destiny 2 the entire day of monday the day this episode comes out so uh yeah um so we're gonna move on to the um the interview portion of of this segment and, uh, and we're gonna we're gonna learn a few things about you snaps are you ready to Fuck. tell us everything oh my god where you live your oh. address um how many uh, how many family members you have? How much? Uh, uh, I don't know. How you want my mother's and... maiden name, my first yeah. pet, my first social car, insurance right? number. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, what hospital were you born in? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I've just always been yeah. here. Um, Tyler, do you want to do you want to do the uh, rapid fire round? Would you like me to do the? I'd like you to do the rapid fire round. Kind of sounds like you want me right, to let... do the rapid fire yeah. round. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Let me. Uh... 
Let me uh, do this rapid fire round, everybody. Let me uh, take the banana clip, uh, pull back the uh, the clip to this AK-47. Nick in the chat is going to be correcting me with all sorts of gun facts saying that the, the AK-47 doesn't actually use a banana clip, and it you know you, you, you don't pull it back like that. You usually cock it from the you know, the, the spring load on the side. Anyways, so snaps yeah. favorite color. <laughs> Your favorite color is. Uh, you know what's is really that, funny? Is that like a shade of white? Is when I when I looked at the stuff that you sent me for this this podcast and LR, like you've been around for a while, you know. I think maybe like favorites are something I really struggle with. I I don't know that I have a favorite anything other than a favorite game, which is the year one and two Destiny one. Um, my friends have told me Thrust Onion decided for me that my favorite color is gray since it seems to be one of my favorite things to like bring into my house. Like the majority of the walls in the house are very shades of gray and then everyone yells at him for saying that like gray isn't an actual color so it doesn't count it's just a shade <laughs> but like maybe question mark i don't know my favorites like if you can see the vibe here it's like black and white and gray that's that's like yeah. my, knowing my that, favorite uh, I mean, yeah knowing that she doesn't have favorites is why i titled the like put up all the favorite questions to make this as silly as possible perfect fair enough i mean Okay, question to the group here. Silver. Is silver technically a shade of gray, if you will? When it comes to like the, let's say the crayon color equivalent? Fuck, I don't know. And yet, like the the uh, the glory of silver and steel and all that, which I would say is some kind of shade of gray, is probably one of the most desired items in the world uh, before gold and other, you know, things. Mm. As a color, you know, uh, aesthetically in the physical form, you know, gray is a really sought after color sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I like it. <laughs> silver is just gray that's shiny. Like That's kind of what I was thinking too. Like, it's a <laughs> How different I'm is I'm it? I'm for a shiny gray. Yeah, I'll take a shiny gray. <laughs> it's just got like a different kind of texture to it. Wow, I got this, you know, the this gray Pokemon. It's shiny. <laughs> I'll give you an out snaps as well. If you can't think of a favorite, just first thing that also pops to your head for some of these. I mean, that's she, what a lot of people famous. will claim a favorite actually is, is the first thing that pops I'm into your head. Psychology. <laughs> You're going to try reverse psychology <laughs> snaps. Okay. What happens, luck. though, is that like it's like a simultaneous Alakazam thing. My too. brain is just like... I don't know, I don't know. And then it starts like looking around for stuff. Like look at colors around here, pick one of those. So there's not even a color that comes to mind. My brain is just so immediately like, a favorite color? Are you fucking kidding me? Colors are amazing. You like all of them. And then I'm just like, all right, you're right, but let me just pick one. And then I look around and my whole house is fucking gray or it's black and white. And I can't use either of those because everyone yells at me. So we're this going with gray. This is a yell-free zone, if that helps. Uh, oh man, I was about to say something terrible though. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you sat me. Yeah, okay, oh good. She's, she's interested. Nick is like pulling out the stop sign. Yeah, no, yeah. Proceed, Tyler. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, second question is, I don't know why I had to, to pull the clip back for only one shot. Okay, anyways, uh, favorite food. Whoa, uh, before you answer that, somebody wrote this wrong. For some reason, there's a you in favorite. Oh, let me Gross. get rid of that. That's not how that <laughs> works. Oh, sorry, I forgot I was working with Americans. My bad. No, you're right. I am. Uh, I don't. I don't like to be inclusive. Let's get rid of that letter. Oh, jeez. Mm. Yeah. Um, Those I think I have okay. a favorite anyway. food, yeah, favorite though. Food. Well, I don't know, cause uh, you like I all really the food like, too. I really do. Like, I'm. I. I basically <laughs> could only think of one thing that, like, I genuinely like tend to struggle with self-control on and that's popcorn and balls. like i oh, yeah. i could i could smash a lot of popcorn and no it's not me who's interested in his balls it's him who's interested in his fucking balls yeah but like okay so i saw in enzo chat hasn't talked about it yet so i well, don't know because enzo like, can't uh, can't talk he's a dog bud he's a dog <laughs> 
<laughs> I bleep myself. Did wow. you enjoy it? It was hilarious. Also, I'm upset that you're using a language barrier to exclude somebody's right to represent themselves. I just wanted to be like a little bit more aggressive sounding. And for some reason, saying the actual word versus bleeping it, it like changes it, it a little just, bit. Yeah, yeah. It gives it that little. <clears throat> anyway, I really like popcorn, but say, other well, than you know that, what, food. I, I think fucking you should. Love it. Oh, no. Was, we've, we, he's going to zoom poorly in. timed. Oh, well. I was just kidding. I was no. just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I was still here. I was still here. <laughs> I censored my video since I can't. I, I don't have a bleep thing on I, me. I, okay. I got I'm it. I'm trying to be cool. I get it. I'm with you. I'm, sorry, I'm picking no. up the joke set. The fucking stuff there. I, I gotcha. So, anyways, uh, favorite food? <laughs> fucking everything. I like food. Popcorn, I think. Question mark. But like, if I had an option between like popcorn and a steak, I'd choose the steak. If I had an option between like a steak and something else I fucking love on another day, like I don't know. I like the experience of eating food. I like at the movie theater. If you could have either in front of you, pop. Or steak. Who the fuck eats steak at the movie theater? If somebody offered somebody me steak at a movie the... theater, I'd eat the steak. I mean, I'd be like, questioning like how, how likely is it that this steak is going to be good if I'm at a fucking movie theater? Like that would be my first concern. Like I need to know the quality of meat y'all are getting. If you're keeping this in bulk, like if it's something like at the eye pick. If, I don't know if y'all have iPics near you. That's like a fancy place. They actually have restaurants there. And um, like well, no, iPic is a movie theater. It's like a fancy movie theater where for the before the movie starts during the previews, they will actually deliver the food right to you. So you order off a menu, you have a server, you can mm -hmm. get a cocktail, real good fucking food. At a place like that, I might eat a steak. Every other movie theater, I'm not trusting a bunch of angry teenagers to cook me a good steak. I will get the popcorn. Angry I mean, teenagers. it's 2019. I'm <laughs> guessing those angry teenagers are now angry 20-somethings. Potentially. Like, they, they didn't quit and moved on. They, they're stuck there. It's like a black <laughs> hole vortex for employment. So, but I totally understand. Okay. Uh... Fair enough. So, uh, the steak versus popcorn at the theater restaurant has been answered. What's your favorite city, excluding where you live? Got that one t-shirt that says, I heart this place. Well, I don't live in the city, so haha. -ha, I fucking love Chicago. Uh, all right, cool. Okay, I'm in the fair. suburbs now, so okay. bam, bam, bam. Suck my nuts, all other cities. Okay. Bears represent. Yeah, I wish that I could celebrate the bears more, but yeah, go bears. I mean, Michigan with the Detroit Lions, uh... <laughs> Oh, like, okay. Uh, I, I see we're talking Andag here. Come with, yeah, we're, 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 uh, I'm gonna say, uh, friends support the uh, Detroit Lions should come with its own antidepressants. Uh, let's see. Uh, favorite thing about your partner? I want to throw in a lot. nice feel-good question. There is a I lot. Say, that's like me asking me what my favorite thing about my wife is. And yeah, like, there's a lot. Probably his dimples. If I just have to go super like surface level, I fucking love his dimples. I tell him all the time, like when we're ready to start popping out people puppies, I don't know what it takes, but you make sure that your juice is carrying those fucking dimples. I want all of my future kids. just people puppies? Yes, I did. Okay, just wanted to clear that up. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's probably the thing, his dimples, I think. Other than that, like, he's so patient and compassionate and just such a super fucking chill person. Like, there's just, there's so much. I could, do you want to, like, just grab a notepad? We'll make a list of all of his amazing traits. Yeah, start typing the Google Drive. Go ahead and go in detail. <laughs> Perfect. He, he's great. He has a great personality. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. He cooks the greatest shrimp scampi. Oh. <laughs> you're, you're talking about Gordon Ramsay to me right now. <laughs> I mean, my wife is nearby, so I can't ask, uh, you know, suggest that. <laughs> He's going to be my new husband. Uh, so, uh, what? Oh, who is your hero or heroine? Heroine? Heroine. Heroine? Which is, okay. it is it's ridiculous so, uh, that it is heroin and it's heroin, but. I, 
I'm always scared. I always pronounce it wrong out of fear of thinking, you know, what is your heroine? It's like, uh, I actually prefer uh, Angel Dust, actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just I'm definitely it. more <laughs> of a PCP kind of gal. But um, one of the things that I think is interesting, though, is like when it comes to two terms that come to mind right now, hero and actor or comedian, I think most most women would prefer to just keep the original term. Like they, they would prefer to be an actor, not an actress. They would prefer to be in here a hero not a heroine um you know it's 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 one of those words that i i feel like it's like dude or dudette you know like if you're gonna use the word dude dudette was like just not necessary you don't have to throw like an et or an an en or whatever on the end of everything to make it like something that now there is like a man version and a woman version like i think there are a lot of women that are my heroes for sure so um i actually have a list and this is gonna be you might laugh at this but you know deal with it did did either of you watch game of thrones yeah uh (laughs) yes yes i've I've been severely disappointed by I've been severely disappointed by Game of Thrones, so yes. Oh, that makes me sad, but the the final... We don't need to go into that, whatever. Um, no. So Arya has, like, a list of names that she would, like, recite to herself over and right. over at night of, like, people she wanted to kill, basically. And I have, like, the opposite of that. I resist, <laughs> I recite a list of names of people who I really admire okay. um, very regularly as kind of, like, words of encouragement for myself, a reminder of, like, who I want to be, that kind of stuff. So it's... Oprah, Ellen, and Mel Robbins. Uh, the only name I don't know off that list is Mel Robbins. She's she's okay, like an up and comer. Ellen, I was like, I'll fight you. Okay, no, everybody knows about Ellen. <laughs> she's all the way. Even Asians yes. know about Ellen. So yeah, Mel Robbins from- is. I just figured Mel Robbins is awesome. She's um, I think she's a former lawyer. Most people found her from her um, TED talk, the five second rule, where she talks about like counting backwards from five, kind of resetting your brain a little bit and then just acting on whatever it is that you were going to do or working through whatever it is you were going to do. So I I found her from that, I think, years ago at this point. And she's got, you know, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. She goes around and speaks. She's been on a lot of the podcasts that I like and a lot of the shows that I enjoy. And she just now got her own um, talk show as well. I forget what channel it's on, but I I find her to be particularly inspiring. I like everything that she's doing with her platform. And she's she's a person who advocates for everything on the basis of science, which like really gets me going. So like teach me what's going to help me and tell me why it works. I'm I struggle to accept things as fact until I know how it works. Like if you were to tell me like years ago, uh, meditation, if someone had told me to try meditation, I would have just told him to fuck off. But if you tell me try meditation, here's all the different things that happen to your body and your mind when you do it, then suddenly I'm like, oh, word. Okay. (laughs) Let me just, let me investigate that. To answer your question, uh, the, uh, television channel it was sony pictures television oh okay uh, her uh, syndicated t- daytime talk show with sony pictures television the mel robbins show premiered it this year yeah she's this she's month. fucking awesome two weeks ago yeah it's Holy super smokes. brand new and i was it's cool because like one of the things that is like a super lofty for re- like future career aspiration is to have a show at some point and i've been following her for a while so when she announced that she had a show in the works i was like oh it's a sign we can make this happen Noted. Got it. And I mean, looking at already all the things that you've been able to do and like sort of transitioning from streaming has been uh, uh, indicative of you moving in that direction, I think. Yeah. Which we'll be getting into. I don't want to give away too much. Um, No spoilers, motherfuckers. Tune in. No spoilers. Uh, So I put this in here because there's a bunch of favorite ones, favorite chat commands that I have in your chat. What's your favorite (laughs) chat command? (laughs) 
You're making me pick favorites knowing how many fucking ridiculous mm -hmm. commands there are. Oh, man. Ban. <laughs> No, okay. No, uh, forgive me for assuming you seem like the kind of person that is uh, very inclusive unless the person is extremely toxic. So I, I feel like you don't use that button nearly as much. Um, no, we, we give people a lot of chances before banning. We we give them a chance to apologize and be educated. We used to roast people when they would come in and say stupid shit. And now we're like, oh man, you're hurting. What, what can we do? You want to talk about it? Only problem is like you just have to apologize and then you can stick around. I don't let people talk to me a certain way, but I'm also not going to let it upset me. I'm going to look at my channel commands right now and just yeah. try and decide because this that's yeah, because for context, we have ones that tell you how much thrust power you have when you know you're um, you're you're you know getting um, hot and steamy, and it'll tell you at how much percent and horsepower. They have ones that'll give your um, um, your um, your your member a name, uh, be it male or a female, whatever bits you have, you'll get a name for that. Thrust power. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. My like the first one that came to mind, honestly, in terms of like funny names, was probably dick name because yeah. seeing everyone do the like dick name command will always fucking crack me up. Ooh, you know what? Actually, one of the ones that brings me a great deal of joy lately is the uh, rape my duple command because duple is a member of my community and like one of my close friends who's fucking hilarious and amazing. And I don't know how this command came to be random idea from I think Echoes, and he made a command that says rape my duple, but it doesn't even rate it it just spits out a number of how large your duple is like it'll say like 134 centimeters or something and for whatever reason people find it to be hilarious and they really enjoy trying to get the smallest duple possible like we all really want pocket <laughs> duples <laughs> yep. yeah yeah well you know fun size packets of joy yes absolutely yeah. <laughs> um Favorite memory from any of the Guardian Cons? Man, fuck favorites. Favorite memory, any Guardian Con. You know, one stands out as significant. There was a person, I'm not going to name him by name, but he'll know if he's listening who he is. Um, I, I talk a lot about affirmations in chat, you know, like empowering yourself, words, thoughts, actions, all that. And there was a person who was really struggling and we were talking about them trying out affirmations and they were really resisting the idea of doing any of them. So we kind of compromised and we picked one that felt very, I don't know if simple is the right word, but at least not too deep, right? So it was just, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am wise. Knowing that all of those things can have really deep meaning, right? Like I am healthy could simply mean like I woke up today. I am wealthy can mean I am rich in the friendships that I have, in the experience that I get to have, whatever. And then I am wise. Like if you try and tell me you're not wise, I'm going to call you on your bullshit. Every one of us has some wisdom in us from our life experiences. So I think that's like a good jumping off point. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am wise to stop yourself from just talking shit all day about yourself. So he agreed to do it. We hadn't really talked too much. Um, um, between like our last Discord conversation of him saying, all right, I'll, I'll try, I'll do my best with this. And then at GuardianCon, he came up when I was doing like a meet and greet and like I was I was doing like a live stream at the Buffalo Wild Wings booth at GuardianCon. This was not this year, but the year before. Ah, yes, I remember that. And bit. yeah, like a little line kind of formed. People were coming up and saying what's up while I was streaming. And he came and like knelt down next to it and didn't even have to tell me who he was, just led with that. Hey, snaps, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am wise. And I 
I was just like, oh shit. And he like said it with this really beautiful um, like energy, you know, like he was smiling. He seemed very strong and like empowered by it. And you can even see like it gets me emotional thinking about it. It made me really fucking happy. And he's been, I think, doing really well in his life lately. So it's it's cool that it was like a nice gateway for him into being kinder to himself. That's awesome. Yeah. I think my favorite one is, uh, I always tell us, I don't even know, is it technically an affirmation? I like to start the day by saying that today is going to be a great day. Yeah. You could even, if you want to make that like an affirmation. So affirmations, if we're going like super specific in terms of how our brain interprets them, it's it's always present tense. So you wouldn't say, I'm going to have a great day. You're going to say, today is a great day. Hmm. Okay. Because so you're, you're basically, yeah, you're you're avoiding future tense. You don't use any words that aren't, uh, that are like negative. So you wouldn't use like can't, won't, don't. Um, your brain doesn't really recognize those. So if you say like, don't cry, for example, to yourself when you're getting emotional, your brain isn't hearing the don't, it hears the cry. So it kind of runs that command. So when you're trying to create affirmations for yourself, you keep it present tense, positive, affirmative statements, like today is a great day. And when you think about it, just in terms of the story you're telling your brain, if you say today will be a great day it's almost like you're leaving room for it to not be like maybe it's not already maybe today will be a great day but the morning is gonna suck today will be a great day but the afternoon could be a little rough you know but if you say today is a great day it's all applicable it's like straight across the board and you can say it meaning like right fucking now is great the rest of the day is gonna be great every part of it is great so i have a spot for a druid who uh specializes in uh, wisdom as the modifier uh, in D&D. I was wondering if you uh, just want to come in. <laughs> for, for D&D? Yeah, I, okay, uh, what are you grateful for? <laughs> he's, trying rope, he's trying to rope you in. You, you got out of that trap no. real quick. Well, like, I honestly, I I'm interested in it because I haven't gotten to yet. Mm, that's, that's what I specialize in, my friend, is wisdom. <laughs> um, oh, sorry. Uh, as Nick, uh, final question for the rapid fire. I'm, I'm just spraying praying over here. Uh, what are you grateful for? All right. If I do this, you got to do it with me. Okay. So this is, this is how we do it in my chat. And this is how we do it in my real life too. Especially like if we're having frustrating days and we're using it reactively instead of proactively. I always put my hand like this and then I count off all the way up to five. Okay, so first thing I'm grateful for today is a really nice meditation that I had earlier. My my dogs have been driving me a little crazy today, so it was nice to take a second and kind of reset myself. Uh, second thing I'm grateful for is the ridiculous camera angles happening right here in this podcast. So if you're listening and not watching, you're going to obviously have still... to watch now. Um, <laughs> third thing I'm grateful for is the friendship of LR here. You might know him as something other than that but his name is lr i was i was really happy to meet him in person at guardian con this year and it was fucking dope especially because he was a little sloshed and that (laughs) that's always funny third thing i'm grateful for is i rolled like a perfect little chunky doob as we were getting started today and i'm excited to spark that little guy uh fifth thing i'm grateful for i don't know what i'm gonna eat after this but whatever it is i know it's gonna be fucking delicious do we have to do five yeah have to do you're so upset to acknowledge all of the things you have to be grateful for what a burden i'm upset that i have to be cognizant of all the uh the fortune that has been bestowed on me yeah please this hurts no effort so nick uh yeah i can i can uh go well if if you want to if you want to think a little bit more um sure I'm gonna pray to the remembering gods to remember why I should be grateful. Uh, for, I only have to do this on Thanksgiving. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, that's well. I actually Canadian Thanksgiving is coming up, so I have to. This is good practice. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, first thing I'm grateful for is the fact that I got a chance to do this and meet Snaps. Uh, second thing I'm grateful for is that we've made it to episode 68, uh, whether it's 68 or 69 of uh, Casual <laughs> Master Quest. Uh, third thing I'm grateful for is the chance of meeting Tyler and his wife. Uh, they've both mm. been fantastic to me. Fourth thing I'm grateful for is uh, my cousins are finally here in Canada because I've always been visiting them and now they're finally getting a chance to see my life. Fifth thing I'm grateful for is I have my year set out and I will be graduating next year. Finally. Fuck yeah. After six long years. Yeah. It's weird because uh, for those who are listening uh, and not watching, I keep looking around, but I realize I keep looking at my physical possessions, which you know are things that you can be grateful for, but it's not necessarily the things that you want to prioritize, prioritize uh, mm-hmm. being grateful for. Uh, but there is one thing I know I can definitely look at and be grateful for, but I would have to have about a 10 foot nick. Uh, neck like like a giraffe and like go into my living room and look around the corner to see my beautiful wife uh, who was so thoughtful today that as soon as I woke up knowing that I was going to have like low blood sugar and I would be grumpy for the podcast made sure I had food at the ready when I woke up and she knew that she was there for me uh, knowing that I was going to be tired waking up because I spent all morning trying to crunch a uh, podcast editing session in and even though uh, she super wanted sex uh, she was happy to give that up so I could keep working and, and like who's the real MVP here mm-hmm. uh, the second thing is uh, I keep seeing a video that makes me livid on Twitter about uh, a lady who's uh, saving puppies and dogs from this abandoned street that people keep dropping off and every time I come home from work without fail I get to open the door and even though it's like 3-4 o'clock in the morning this dog will hear me and know exactly what time it is and come out to say hello to me and I, I am so grateful that I get to you know pick him, pick him up and pet him and tell him that I love him and despite all the you know my time with him he unconditionally loves me hmm. and uh, let's see that's number th- two you're, you're on oh, two shit. we're ready for three <sighs> I was about to say, uh, I'm grateful to uh, Notch, but it's like, no, let's back up for that one. Uh, I'm grateful for Minecraft for providing enough inspiration for me to keep going, even when uh, it seems like everybody else has given up on the dream of uh, building their fancy house. Uh, That's my video game one. I'm grateful to Shigeru Miyamoto, who was sitting on that train that one day, looking into the window, thinking about how fun it would be to have a game where a young boy explores caves and fights monsters and, you know, uh, gets the Triforce, which led to the creation of the first Legend of Zelda from 1987, 88, and uh, that led to the greatest uh, game series that I have enjoyed in my time. Uh, lastly, I am grateful for being included both by my peers and my friends as not a subject or somebody that works under them, but as an equal. Uh, This includes Nick, this includes Cam, this includes Glenn, this includes Nick. Brandon, Amanda, Naps, hopefully, uh, <laughs> as, as because as a person who suffers with a, a lot of internal and uh, external struggle, I often worry that my erratic behavior on occasion, by occasion I mean every 12 minutes, uh, will cause somebody to run immediately. And it's happened before. I, I've accepted that sometimes, you know, some people are not mentally prepared for <laughs> uh, handling old Tyler over here, but uh, I, I'm glad and I'm grateful for finding 
finding a place in the world, even if it meant I had to start the initiative on my own to find people that uh, have come around to me. And it, it's nice to know that I have a place here. That's my fifth one, I believe. So now I have a question for both of you. Oh, but the questions are on you. Too bad. My simple question is, how do you feel right now? I feel good. I feel warm, fuzzy. I want to. I want to. I want to cry and give my wife the sex she deserves. <laughs> it's so. It- it's kind of funny, right? Because we, we practice gratitude a lot in stream and I started challenging people to do five things as well. And I remember when I first started doing this, doing the same thing you're doing, like looking around like and looking past so many things. Um, and it's cool because this is something I, I highly recommend as something that everyone should do every single day. Like wake up and start your day, end your day by practicing gratitude. If you don't journal, this is a great way to start. Just write down five bullet points and be real brief if you want to. But every single day, think of five things that you're grateful for and initially it can be a daunting task but what you're gonna find very quickly is that you have so much to be grateful for that it's it's almost overwhelming in a beautiful way like you can sit there in your body and if you wanted to say let me just think about myself and how many things about myself I'm grateful for my mind my body my vision my senses like you could keep going and then if you do want to go around and look at your external stuff it's okay to be grateful for the material things that are in your life I think it's better to be grateful for the material things in your life than to just let them exist next to you without thinking like, damn, thank you, chair. You support my ass every day when I play the games I like to play. You help my back feel good. I'm grateful as fuck for this. I'm grateful for this table that holds all my shit. I'm grateful for my rolling papers that roll up my butt. I'm grateful for my Go XLR, which lets, lets me do shit like this. Like there's <laughs> so much to be grateful for. And when I you get- I gotta control myself here. I gotta be careful because I, <laughs> I like I'm two clicks away from doing horrible things. Don't turn on the voice. Voice mod, Tyler. <laughs> I, I, I won't. I won't because last time I tried to mess with something that involved audio or video, I crashed the stream. Don't crash which it. Would be bad. It's because I wanted to look like an anime girl, and um, uh, it did not work. Yeah, uh, we we're just trying to live our dreams out here. Um, so we're, we're kind of like going into some of the like the mental health stuff that I wanted to talk about. But before we do that, um, I did want to ask a few like, where did where did your name come from? Where did she snaps come from? How how did that kind of happen? Uh, I've been a photographer for oh Jesus Christ, I'm old now. For since I was 18, um, I'm 33 now, and I was trying to think of names that would like work for when I was starting my streaming career. And I wrote down a bunch of things, and I was like, uh, I don't know, how about she snaps? And that was like the third third one on my list and I was like oh that's perfect because it'll give them a little bit of an indication that they might be dealing with an angry person at some point because I had a tendency to snap and it's got a dual meaning like I snap photos so she snaps <sighs> and now it's funny because I don't do photography um like commercially anymore like I don't offer my services to anyone I just sell my prints and I'm not an angry person anymore so right. the name doesn't quite fit these days yeah because it was interesting because I think I started becoming a part of the community uh, towards the end of that inflection period for mm-hmm. when you started transitioning over from the, the, the you snapping on stream and being upset to like all the the, the wonderful things that you do now um, because that's led you into some interesting uh, jobs uh, recently or panels and stuff so you did a couple yeah. of panels this year at Guardian con you did two i mm-hmm. believe you did one last yeah. year at guardian con and then you've also done a talk for a corporate like a company recently it was uh for a conference for adult a protective services yeah. conference yeah so it, it's not by a company it's it's for like folks that are in that in that adult protective services role whatever that might be so therapists police officers social workers that kind of thing um and this year at guardian con i did my talk and then i did two panels like ran two panels last year i just had my talk okay 
Um, and I, I managed to catch the talk last year, but this year was a little bit chaotic. This year was insanely huge. I wasn't yes. expecting it. Um, and they fucked up the signage too, um, which we were bummed about, but you know, it is what it is. So people didn't even know where to find us for my talk initially and for some of the panels. It's like right. the signage was weird and it was in a very strange kind of spot. Right. Um, so how long do you, um, and I, I want to talk more about the, the panels and stuff, but how, how long do you see yourself streaming for? Because I think this has been also kind of a semi-active topic uh, discussion that you've kind of had mm -hmm. with chat over the last few months um wh where do you see yourself in the streaming world now um indefinitely honestly i i love oh. streaming like i'm i'm working really hard on transitioning out of relying on streaming okay that's kind of the difference because it is so like on and off i don't really enjoy having to focus on like money but if i don't then it might right go away and then suddenly I'm like, fuck, I guess I should have pushed a little more for subs or tips or whatever, because now I got to pay bills and there's no dollars there. So absolutely, I would love to keep all of the other shit I'm working on going, like, you know, grow the Patreon, do all that kind of stuff, provide as many resources as I can. I'm working on writing some books and shit. So I'm doing my best to create as many different revenue streams as I can so that when I'm on Twitch, I can just fuck around and just talk to people with the eventual goal of being able to dedicate all Twitch proceeds to charities of some kind or reinvest into the stuff that I'm trying to do to support people, you know? But like, I, I can't pass up the type of conversations that happen on platforms like Twitch. It's just, I've learned way too much. I've met too many great people and I know too many people are coming to this site in the first place because they're lonely and they're like really in need of that connection. So the people who are seeking connection, I would love to be there when they're looking. Right, um, because on the occasional, whenever I do manage to stream, I took a leaf out of your book and I believe there was the one streamer I had that was one of my favorite ones where I was just shooting the shit with chat for three hours. Oh, it feels um, great, right? Oh, it was just so I didn't. I, yeah. I thought I was gonna play a game, and I'm like, yeah, I'll maybe play a game later. But I want to talk to you guys right now. And three and a half hours later, a couple of drinks in, we were all having a good time. Um, and it is, it's, it's unique because you you get a chance to create connections mm -hmm. without. It's I'm I'm trying to explain it because I'm very much what like what you see is what you get. Right. But there are streamers who aren't like that and who put on uh, yeah. uh, right in air. And, but then so I feel like I am genuinely developing a connection and it's hard mm -hmm. for my mom to understand when I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to Guardian Con. And I'm going to meet some friends. She's like, oh, your your online friends, your Internet friends. I'm like, yeah, I yeah, know, but they're they're good guys. They're chill. I, I've known them for a while. Okay, but you mm -hmm. haven't met them before. I'm like, no, but I have. <laughs> Just not physically. I haven't touched them or yep. you hung out with them, but we hang out all the time. Just like, my mom calls them the people from my computer. Like people like live <laughs> live in there or something. Like uh, that movie Indian on the cover. I'm like these are my yes. friends and they're all action figures that turn the life. Exactly. So how is the... Uh, I'm glad I got something in. <laughs> yeah, you, you're probably going to get a little bit more success with the cultural references from apps at least um yeah that was definitely like when i was younger absolutely i had that box um, that, that vhs i remember those yeah um you put in the thing and then you press a button and it actually works on the actual yes. like by the tv you, you can't do you couldn't do it from your couch that seemed like a pain in the ass yes old people yeah old people had it rough yeah poor us um, and our, <laughs> our aging and brittle bones um how is the transition process between from like streaming and developing the community that you developed into running panels into doing talks into hosting conferences like running how how did you manage all of that how did that come about 
I mean, I'm still trying to figure that out, to be honest. Like, I've been working from home, doing my own thing for shit. It might honestly be 10 years now. I don't even know when I quit my corporate job. Um, But I've been... It was somehow easier before when... I had deadlines that involved other people, you know? Now, because I'm only answering to myself, sometimes that can be a bit of a challenge. So when it comes to like getting ready for like the conferences, for the presentations, like I got a keynote coming up next year and that stuff, like easy peasy. It goes on the calendar. I budget out the time appropriately leading up to it and I'm set. When it comes to stuff I'm trying to do for myself, I'm all over the place, especially because, um, some of the things require like a little bit of money going into it, you know, like it costs money to produce a podcast and to get YouTube videos out. So there's, even if it's just a nominal cost, that shit like across the board when you're doing a million things at once, like it adds up. And it can be a little stressful when my time is so directly related to my money that I'm like working really hard to tweak my schedule every chance I get and to find new ways to organize myself well so that I can do everything. There are some weeks where I'm on it and I get all my shit done and there are other weeks where some of the things that are super important to me fall by the wayside because the house is a mess and I want to focus on that or because the dogs are being a hassle or because I decide I want to go and like hang out with my man for a while or whatever. So it's tough, but it's, um, I don't know, I'm managing. I'm I'm, I'm just treating it like I do with any of the other stuff I work on. I'll do it until I get it. You know, however that works out, some days I'll be better at it, some days I won't, but I'm just gonna keep going until it it works. Right, and I was listening to that episode that you did with uh, uh, Mav. Mm-hmm. And I listened about most of it, and it was just fun hearing the two of you talk about how you can't stay still. And you and you even mentioned this earlier, like you had to schedule in time for you to yes. take off and not do anything. Yes, because otherwise my brain is just like, bitch, work like you're not making yourself any money right now. You're not doing anything. This is wasted time. And it took a long time for me to cultivate the mindset of like, no time is wasted time. There's something to be learned or gained from it. And my stillness, my quiet time, my me time makes it easier for me to be creative, easier for me to be disciplined because I'm not burnt out. You know, I'm able to be more focused when sometimes I tell myself like fuck the house fuck work for a minute go take a day to yourself or go take four hours to yourself so I I definitely have made sure to budget that in and like really prioritize my me time because when I'm a good version of me I get all my shit done if I'm not prioritizing my me time then everything is a whole ass mess right um I just want to point out uh I am very Another thing that I'm grateful for is um, your community coming over and these are people that I hang out with uh, pretty often too and they're just having a good time in chat. And, yeah, uh, I looked over. I'm smiling at their silliness too. Yeah. And we got magic going on? Miming? Uh, I think he's I think he's pointing Wu-Tang? to chat. I think it's the other side. <laughs> oh, I'm just goofing around. Don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> Um, it's interesting because uh, much like the person that's trying to uh, be uh, part of the podcast, it's easy to fall into the spectator role, much like everyone else here, because once uh, certain people, like, for example, here Snaps here, get you know, into her talking, you just simply want to listen. It's like it's something that you don't even want to interact in freight you know, you're afraid that you're gonna ruin a performance here at this point. <laughs> There's nothing to it's be not ruined. A but. It was like the conversation with Khan as well and uh, just listening to him. Khan is very I I love him. <laughs> right? <laughs> like like where do you even start? How do we start listing all the things that are great about that guy? He's so he's so uh, very specifically articulated. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though, like, if you ask him how how he's doing, even though he'll respond immediately, he probably went through a whole process on how to articulate it in the way that he does and how he responds. Mm-hmm. And I just don't understand how. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, no, I, I, I love that. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna catch the, the rest of it when, whenever that comes out, but I, I caught most of it on, on stream. I made the highlight of it today. It's, it's uploading to YouTube right now, and then I just have to um, get the actual, like, edited version for just the podcast. So you can listen to it from the highlight, or you can listen to it on YouTube as of probably tomorrow morning. Um, so yeah, Young Khan, um, for those who might not be aware of, he's a uh, graphic artist on uh, Twitch. Um, he does emotes and Never stuff. Never heard of him. He's done two of my emotes, um, and I got a chance to meet him as well at Never Guardian Con. Uh, really? Yeah, no, it was a good time. That's so awesome. And and it's it's been, uh, like me and Guardian Con has been an interesting experience because I'm just sitting here being a goofball in people's chats and talking to them, commissioning people, just being an idiot. But then... The moment I either say my name, they recognize me, and that makes me feel like, all right, cool. Right. So the first time I went, which was solo, which was last year, was a little daunting. But this year, I'm like, yeah, I know exactly who these people are. I'm gonna see snaps this year. I have to because I missed out the year before. I'm gonna see. Yeah, Khan. you fucking promised me before that you were gonna yeah. find me. Like I was, I legitimately would have been like this much mad at you if I didn't see no. you. I would have been mad at myself too. That much mad at myself specifically. That much, yeah. yeah. Like we don't yes. need to hold on to anger no. for long. So it's it's not gonna no. be a whole thing. But I would have been a little bit, little bit. So uh, the the main discussion that I wanted to have, I I structured a question around it but it doesn't seem so appropriate right now it seems a little bit limiting um more of a conversation about how gamers don't do a lot of for their mental health sometimes or a lot of the mm. times because they use gaming twitch mixer youtube as forms of escapism basically yes. and, I, and i think that's the oh. the the base underlying um um issue uh, that i think every gamer like suffers from mm-hmm. um so what are kind of been your doing this transition from you being a gaming focused streamer to a mental health advocate on Twitch? Um, what are some of the, uh, the pillars or philosophies that you've established for yourself and like for the people that are part of your community to help them be better? Because you don't you're a mental health advocate, but I also know that you don't pretend that you're a therapist and you're very yes. good at pushing people to like look for therapy, but you still have advice that you give people. Mm-hmm. Um, Really, like one of the things I, I had it written down and like my my wake up view i wake up and i'm facing a closet so like a white door basically i had it like on a piece of paper on my door for a while where i would wake up and i would see it right away and it was just lbe lead by example so i think about that often like i will not be a person who doesn't practice what they preach or at least isn't honest about how much of a challenge it is to practice what i preach right like the stuff right. that i do for myself including practicing gratitude like we all did earlier that has such immense value but like i can't deny that i know how how fucking challenging it can be especially like on a day that's really frustrating and things are really building and you're you're feeling agitated and someone says like hey practice gratitude it's pretty easy to be like man fuck you like i'll practice gratitude after right. i deal with the way i'm feeling right now but you don't really think that practicing gratitude might help you with the way that you're feeling you know so that's that's like a main thing that i focus on is leading by example if i'm if i'm going to tell you about it i think people at this point can trust that i'm not just talking out of my ass like i read this in a book you should do it. It's like, hey, here's the deal. Here's what I went through. Here's what I did. Here's how it helped me or helps me. You might want to try it. It's pretty fucking dope, like meditation or whatever. Aside from that, I believe that. Go on. No, you go ahead. Uh, 
you believe that uh, humility, or showing it at least, uh, is healthy? Um, I, I, yeah, of course, like, humility is healthy. I think it's something that, that grows naturally as you kind of work on certain aspects of yourself. Like, the more you work on okay. separating yourself from your ego, being a little bit more understanding and compassionate towards others, um, and, you know, practicing gratitude, that kind of stuff, your, your humble or humility level kind of grows on its own once you start realizing you, you ain't shit but in the best way possible like we're all the same we're all capable of so much none more than others you know maybe in certain traits or whatever someone could potentially be a better artist or whatever but aside from that like we really are all on the same page we're we're all on the same team we need to stop comparing ourselves to each other and start working to understand each other better so we can all grow and thrive so the more you connect to yourself the more it helps you to connect to others and it really helps you to drop this attitude that you either are or need to be better than someone else a, a well put response thank you oh thank you sorry um, like i don't have input but i was absorbing what you said in, instead like i was actually seeking an answer and i no, i mean this is uh, this is conversation man i think i think you might be putting too much pressure on yourself to be involved in a certain manner in your own podcast but like this is yeah. if this is the casual flow you're looking for there are going to be certain conversations that go a certain direction with certain people and much like it would be if we were sitting around in my living room talking sometimes you'll have shit to say sometimes you won't but like i'm i'm very patient i'll go wherever y'all want to go ask the questions you want to ask enjoy your enjoy your time you know yeah there's a reason i don't say too much about the tangents that we go on because we'll be talking about pokemon and all of a sudden we're discussing movies for like the next 10 minutes because that's just mm -hmm. kind of what? like no what no we oh yeah we've never gone on tangents um. We've never looked up IMDb for you know half the show, trying to figure out all the shows that that one guy who's my favorite actor, but I never remember his name from the Godzilla 2000 movie. He's also the guy Matthew that's Broderick. from the. <laughs> Thank you. And then I started looking up. I was like, oh man, he was this. He was this. He was Simba from the Lion King. And, you know, we, it's a cycle for me. And <laughs> Nick in the chat also jumped on it because he knows exactly who I'm talking about. I love that guy so much. He's and lovable. I, I feel get it. I get shit on because it's like, yeah, I name off these movies and everybody's like, what about Ferris Bueller's Day Off? And it's like, <laughs> never watched it. Who cares? And everybody's like, what? Yeah, that's the response Anyways. I usually get when um, when I say if Tyler makes a reference and I'm like, never seen it. And he's like, what? You've never seen it? I'm like, yeah, I didn't. Like, we kind of got Cartoon Network. I've seen the Hanna-Barbera cartoons, but I've not. I've not seen mm -hmm. this specific cartoon. Um, but yeah, we're going on a tangent, as we usually do, because this is the we casual master We can bring it back full circle. Bring yeah. it around. Um, yes. Part of, part of what um, I've circle been... Circle of life. Lion King. Simba. Matthew Broder. Part wow. of what I've been trying to do is... Um, uh, and Tyler knows this, and I made this mistake when I locked us out of our... Um, podcast account for on podbean just trying to look <laughs> at numbers because i just like numbers and i but i wasn't necessarily trying to look at um whether we've been growing how we've been doing uh because the one thing that i think you and um broman has been um pushing lately is being genuine mm -hmm. and so i've now apart apart from locking us out and almost losing the entire show and the account uh, i'm trying to stay away from that so that i don't let the numbers affect how genuine I am on the show whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want it to seem like, oh, our numbers start going down. Then I want to, I'm pushing and trying to be somebody I'm not and numbers you are going up. You gotta change your attitude yeah. or your behavior or something. Yep. That's um, that's a real tough thing to get into. I'm glad that you're seeing it now as you're beginning this instead of like doing
doing it for years and years, like attributing your self-worth to your numbers and then realizing it. Yeah, because I've been here for what now? Um, this I'm in my sixth year here in Canada and I'm studying to get a job. So why should this be a job? Um, this is if, if, it, if, it, if we blow up, great. If we don't, great. I, me and Tyler have had a very good time. We've done 68 episodes of this and we've had a very good time. And that's really all that's been important for me for the most part beautiful it's been a blast i mean there's some stuff that we talk about and uh you know search engine optimization or just word of mouth it'll catch like wildfire for one episode and then after that it's like man you know but the nice thing is and this is something i'm grateful for there is a, a certain traction of people who are like you know what i really like that one thing you talked about and your voice sounds mediocre at least uh, above average and i want to listen to you talk about mundane things that have you know correlated interest to my average you know daily life and it's like cool yeah. And those people are, you know, here right now, uh, or they're going to be listening throughout the week. And those people, you know, those are, I wouldn't even say fans. They're people who are patrons of the work that I try to produce at the highest quality I can give them. And me being able to try to be my best, even if it's just to talk about something so I can give to people so they can appreciate it too and feel like they're interacting with it. That's my enjoyment. LR, is he normally, um, does he normally dance around the self-deprecation the way that he did in that sentence the mediocre the moderately yeah. all of that yeah okay yeah um yeah it's it's oh. i have to I have to remind him very much that uh, he's doing a good job yeah and nice he knows he does a good friend, job bud. Yeah. oh I, i'm doing a great job yeah. yeah there you go that's what's up you got a I, good I, voice you're doing a great job this isn't mundane content this is something you're obviously passionate about other people are passionate about it it's okay to build yourself up bud gas yourself up tyler i'll gas you up too even under the curtain of uh, sarcasm, I can't. It's, uh, it's so like there's there's a limit, no, work right? With me here, I, I'm I'm listening here. There's there's definitely a limit. If you find that you are sarcastic in the way that you describe yourself more often than not, your brain doesn't understand that. Like we, the conscious us, we understand sarcasm, but your brain is hearing the story you're telling it, and it's going to contribute to the thoughts that you have about yourself later in your day, right? So if your brain isn't fully supporting you, saying nice things to you all the time, and instead your brain's kind of like, man, you fucking suck. You could do this better. You need to work harder. You're not this. You're not that. Whatever. Part of that that is coming from the story you're telling yourself even in your jokes. So there's definitely True. some time for self-deprecating humor. But the reason I asked LR is if this is a common thing is just based on, and I would encourage you to listen again to this podcast or even previous podcasts and try and find worry, how I, I many will. times you you kind of very subtly put yourself down because it might not seem like a big deal to you and I'm not trying to like shame or chastise you right like I hope you're getting that this is all coming out of a place of love because I'm enjoying our conversation so far but it, it kind of hurts me when I hear my friends say even semi mean things about themselves. I want did you to she feel just good. Do what I think she did. Yeah, she called you a friend. This is where he's going to include some like. Uh, angels like singing in the background of a choir and he's ascending he does he does oh, a wonderful job of, with uh, the editing <laughs> i was thinking about the, the classic evanescence only time will tell or something like that <laughs> uh, yeah no so it's, it's something uh, to consider there was a reason um i've been uh I, I i try to like bring snaps on uh because because I, I think everybody could do with some um learning how to treat themselves better yeah uh there was a night there was a night while i was on my trip tyler um uh, where me and my best friend i've known him now for what is it what year are we in 2019 11 years um we both got drunk um and because of the time difference snaps was just on and my friend's been going through some really like sh like a lot of 
mentally rough times. And I'm like, listen, if you could give, I don't, you don't care about gaming to that extent. He loves games, but he's not a Twitch person. I'm like, mm-hmm. just be here and just watch and just listen. Um, because if even if it's not for the kind of advice that Snap can give, it's usually also the community that's she's built that's very positive. And now it's just kind of become this um, um, echo chamber of like, shut the fuck up, you can do it. But shut the fuck mm-hmm. up in a mean, in a, in a nice way. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like I see you being like mean and not nice to yourself. Why? Mm-hmm. Let, and you'll see it in, in chat right now. Even one of the members of the community, Rosalind, as soon as I started, she knew where it was going, and she popped up and was like, "Don't be mean to my friend." We're we're saying that kind of stuff like in our daily lives to the people around us too. Uh, someone was just saying how their mom was kind of like she she did something wrong or something like she made some kind of mistake, and then she was like, "Oh, I'm such an idiot." And her daughter, a member of our community, was right away like, "Hey, don't be mean to my friend." And she was like, "What are you talking about? I'm not being mean to your friend." And she was like, "Yes, you are. You just." said she was an idiot and it like took her a second and then she grabbed it and she was like oh okay and then she rephrased the sentence so like like i said self-deprecating humor there's a time and a place once in a while you know you make fun of yourself it is what it is but if you find that the majority of your jokes or the majority of your statements about yourself are negative even if you mean them in a joking manner your brain is hearing it and saying let me just add that to the story of us noted so i should stop telling the joke where i say i suck so hard bill clinton has hurting me (laughs) see that's a good one and it's fun to include once in a while but if like every time someone is like hey man listen i want you to know you're fucking awesome (laughs) if every time someone tells you that you're awesome you respond in that manner i would say you could you could do better you deserve better okay uh if i may say this then you uh, may not this is really hard no go ahead Uh, nick take it away uh thank you for let uh helping me take one step up to the platform of helping me look at myself a little bit better. We can go one step further if you're up for a challenge. Oh my gosh, if you're gonna make me say five more things I'm grateful for. <laughs> it's not No, that. no, no, that's not until tomorrow. Um, you wake up it's and not you do that. that. Tomorrow? <laughs> Is this how I'm gonna start the D&D session? I want your character to tell me five things that they're great. You know what? I might actually do that. Honestly, okay. you will because you will enjoy it. People will come up with some stuff, like especially your close friends. It's It's a very nice bonding experience to see the things that that they are grateful for and then you can be like wow that's really cute or that's really nice that that happened to you today i feel good knowing that like something nice happened to you you're awesome let's take this step together what do you have for me oh i love it i love the attitude okay so instead of five things that you're grateful for i want you to say five things that you like about yourself with one one little little detail in that they cannot have anything to do with how you interact with other people so it's not i like how i'm kind to others i like that i'm nice to my dog whatever you have to find something about yourself it can be physical it can be your your character your personality, whatever. Five things you like about yourself. And the caveat is uh, this uh, quality I like about myself cannot be based off something that interacts with other people? Correct. Okay, I know that sounded weird. I just gotta play it through my head. That's The only reason I started specifying that is because that seems to be what a lot of people define themselves by, and it feels almost like you're avoiding it when I hear that. So I would say, like, what what are five things you like about yourself? I like that I'm a really good friend. I like that I always do this for others. And it's like, that's awesome. But what if all those people are gone? Then what do you like about yourself? Uh, People in the chat beat me to it, unfortunately, but I am gonna make the jump uh the first thing oh uh somebody just got to leave oh, yeah i'll chat. take care of it don't worry <laughs> 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 fucking thrust uh apparently uh my wife started this uh i i am grateful for the fact that i can grow out 
uh, facial hair in any different way. My, uh, I know that's a physical description, and I, I try not to be superficial at times. That's fine. You can instance, like the way you look. It is okay. It's the comparison that fucks you. If you think that you're better looking than someone else, then that's when it's kind of rude. Uh, but if you say, think you're fucking handsome, you got a badass beard, love that shit. I got a fucking fantastic beard. That's what's uh, up. I agree. Yeah. Anyways, uh, throughout the years since high school, the one thing I've been grateful for, and I, you know, I see this with other people, and they have to take, you know, alternative routes. I've been able to try so many different hairstyles and beard styles throughout the years. I've been able to, you know, just do something different every single time. I, I used to dye my hair black and my hair is curly, so I had a giant black curly afro uh, at the end of high school throughout the college. I've been able to grow facial hair, hair and hair pretty much like I, I'm one step away from Sasquatch at times. But thankfully, uh, because I am a blonde, uh, it doesn't look nearly as imposing. And I like that. I don't like that the I can grow a beard, but it doesn't have to be the defining feature necessarily. Okay, so that's uh, that's a good one right there. Oh shit, that's one. <laughs> I like that I can sing and play the kazoo in a empty truck and enjoy it. That's dope, too. That's a, a fun fact. I, I do love... I, I, I just like singing in the truck and uh, kazooing when, uh, when I'm driving at times. It's random as fuck and I love it. <laughs> okay, okay. Two. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Ooh, man, this is actually kind of hard. Uh, it's weird because you, you, for somebody who doesn't do this often, I, th I feel like the first step's usually hard. Just uh, try to start pulling things out. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful for my tattoo. Okay. Is that a thing? I you like that. your tattoos? That's cool. It is a part of you. So I'll count that I, as I three. Like, okay. I interacted with Zelda. <laughs> so, or, sorry, Link. Link. Oh, you, made the I, I hear you made the mistake. Sound the horns of war. Yeah, yeah. They're coming for you, Donna. <laughs> let's see so you have three i'm grateful let's see i'm grateful that i can i don't know how to word this in the the sentence structure but as a person who often jumps to conclusions just based on first thoughts i am grateful that i can rethink my actions before i commit to them so i don't make a mistake i know that technically counts as interacting with each other I'm no but i, I think that this is actions. good i would say that that would be you saying um you're you're proud of some of the self-awareness you've cultivated to this point because uh, there's times where sometimes you know i'll say it anyways but i'm grateful for my foresight Mm -hmm. Like, I can see what's going to happen if I do this. Do I commit to it? And sometimes I say, fuck yes. That's great. Uh, chat one is trying to give me freebie examples. They're really wow, trying. Because wow, this, it, honestly, sometimes you need a bud to be like, okay, let me tell you some of the things I like about you. <laughs> this is the last one. How many do we have so far? Four. You're on So five. you have one more. So, yeah, so this is your last uh, okay. one. Okay. What was the first one? The beard. Beard, kazoo, uh, uh, self-awareness. Mm -hmm. And your tattoo. tattoo, yeah, yep, yeah, okay. And uh, and guys in the chat, they're 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 wanting to say the voice and whatnot, but it's like, well, technically, that's me interacting with other people. You know, I I, I do like having the sultry tones at times, and uh, it's not technically that you're interacting with other people because you also said you like to sing in your car or in the truck. So if you were to like be walking around your house talking to self, or if you listen to a podcast episode of yourself and you're like, damn, my voice is pretty dope. I think that counts. So question for you guys. Uh, I know the, the question's on me right now, and we're running a little past our time frame. So I don't give for a fuck. This. I'm patient. But, uh, good. Me neither. Anyways, when you talk to yourself in your head, when you ask yourself a question, do you hear it in your own voice or is it like a, a, a more muted version of your voice? Or I don't know do that it even has a voice. It's it's like the words you don't hear, but you feel, you know? Hmm. I, That's weird. I, I, I hear my voice. You hear your voice in your head? I hear, That's interesting. I, yeah, I... 
when I ask myself like the big questions, I hear my voice when it happens. Like, you know, just regular thinking, it's like, well, it's, 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 it's thoughts, it's synapses doing its thing, but. It's, it's like, strange because especially if I'm like, what would my mom do? And this is weird. I don't think I've ever told anybody this. If I've, if I'm faced with a situation, I'm like, what would my mom do? I'd, I'd see her face, but it'd still be my mm, voice. That's but, really like, cute. Pushing out her, like, you know thoughts or opinions or what she would likely do i do i just realized that i do use it is my voice because there are times where i catch my mind wandering off it's funny because i never really considered it right but there are times where i catch my mind wandering off and being a dick to me and i'll i'll do like a no in my brain and it's it's just no and that is my voice because i just did it in my head to test it and i'm like oh shit that's me what's up girl <laughs> got it <laughs> uh but i am gonna take my wife's recommendation because she's right i just needed the pride in the right direction uh the last thing i'm brave uh grateful for uh print fruit i don't that you know like about yourself thank you uh anyways is my passion uh if i commit to something i am uh, one of those 100 all-in kind of guys nick knows this and all that if i see something i want to do it and i you know if i make the jump i'm i'm jumping in head first i i want to do this i'm gonna give it my all uh sometimes I, i'm kind of like a sparkler after like you know doing it hardcore for a little while i start to get burnt out which is a, a common occurrence but as long as that passion and the motivation is there i'm going head first all the way in i mean like i said i'm playing a minecraft server that i'm enjoying playing even though everybody else is gone and so it's like i can't interact with other people but it's like i can still keep building so let's do this you know and that i do like that burnout yeah. sensation that the feeling of like that fizzle at the bottom that's a very clear indicator that the self self-care time that you have for yourself isn't enough so you said you have some time like in the beginning of your day i think or towards the end of your day where it's just for you but yeah. if you're truly passionate about something and you really are someone who's committed there is a potential for you to go year-round feeling super strong and never have that fizzle out if you can take good care of yourself and that includes with your thoughts okay. kind of a cool thought right for someone who tends to like be a badass and want to work really hard at stuff the idea that you could maintain that hard work longer it's pretty exciting i don't know why but and this is completely random humor me this I have a librarian, I have a, a librarian from my local library, and she has an Im imagination like no other, like, I loved her, I adored her, she was great with puppets and whatnot, and she, after, you know, she captivated us, she always had us with this wisdom, and, like, I just, like, kind of, like, closed my eyes for a second while I'm listening to your voice, and it's, like, it's almost nostalgic hearing a younger version of that same person, and, uh, I, I, like I said, you are mesmerizing, it's, it's interesting, because, like, we're bringing up me, but at the same time, I, I'm impressed with with how well you're able to do it. It's, um, I mean, for one, thank you. It is what I do now. And two, one of the things that I think is really interesting, and you're likely to experience this as well, when you really go full send you and you start really taking a lot of care for yourself, um, we yes, all eventually wind up realizing that we have the same knowledge, like that that all the stuff that seemed really cliche growing up actually was the truth. We just didn't understand how it worked. You know, like when you're having a rough day and someone says, just smile, you want to tell them to fuck off because it seems so stupid that they're going to be like, just smile, you'll feel better. But as we've learned, that does cause a chemical reaction in your brain that can actually lead to your feeling better. You know, keep your head up, your posture impacts the way you feel about yourself. There's a lot of little things that we've been hearing in bits and pieces throughout our whole lives that when you actually start 
committing to yourself become very clear like why they matter why it why it works so what i've found is that like the stuff that i'm advising people on like i'm not telling you anything different i'm just trying to find a different way to tell you the same thing that people who feel good know and that's that it starts with you i think what uh, uh what stands out about the way you approach the mental health stuff is um it's not like you're it's not like you're preaching new information um mm-hmm. but and i you did this already several times uh when i said oh i'm gonna have to go to new york you, you uh you're just very good at targeting specific asking specific questions that make people think about why they say certain things mm-hmm. um yeah do you really have to do that thing or do you get to do it are yeah, you blessed even if it's with an opportunity even if it's something you don't necessarily want to do changing your mindset to Only make it, the first level spell <laughs> changing your mindset to make it seem not uh, like a negative thing in your head is important yeah uh, yeah, because if you if you go into the experience thinking it's going to suck, this is something I have to do, how likely are you to really enjoy that experience? If you go into it thinking this is a new experience, I'll see where it takes me. This layover or whatever, this this quick trip you have to New York, you might wind up with a really dope experience out of it where you'll be like, damn, how cool that I had to go here in order to go where I was going. How lucky am I that I, I had this narrow window for a dope experience or opportunity. Right, and everything we've discussed today i think are again that's the that's the issue like mental health is so um affects so many different people there isn't like one specific type for gamers there's no you know mm-hmm. gamer disease addiction is a thing yeah. but there's no gamer disease so yeah. part of the steps is uh, I mean, all the different ask things the world health organization that because they just totally uh labeled it yeah they don't exist to me um <laughs> uh there are okay, like fair. Things you can do on a daily basis, which we've already started like kind of practicing uh, on like Mm -hmm. on on this episode that will help anybody regardless of their situation in life. Absolutely. And just for clarification on like the World Health Organization classifying, um, like creating that gaming addiction disorder, there's a reason for that. It's not to try and like vilify or or make gaming seem dangerous. It's just for treatment options. It makes it easier for parents and for kids to understand what they're going through and that they're not alone. Like we, a lot of us understand that addiction across the board is addiction, is addiction, is addiction. The way it works in your brain is very similar. But if you aren't familiar with that and you are doing this thing all the time over and over again and your health is starting to deteriorate because of it and your mental health is deteriorating because of it and there isn't any information out there that says like hey this is an example of an addiction here's some things you can do to help yourself you might not ever get that help so I think it's actually a good thing that it's it's listed now because parents are finally aware like oh shit this thing that I thought was just like a part of kind of natural childhood like getting a little bit more angsty or whatever plus playing a lot of video games could actually be a sign of something deeper. I'm going to tell them to dial back the gaming a little bit. We're going to get them in therapy or in a counseling session and talk about what it is that makes them feel like gaming is all they have and is driving them back to it. Right. Um, I guess the part of me that bothered me was not so much as the classification was maybe more so the news articles that that spun it out of control and when had like put yeah. all the negative stuff on it. Because a part of it, I think, is really also just parents uh, with kids specifically not knowing yes. how to say no to their kids mm-hmm. right um and yeah. then that's led to several different things but then there are like i my studies suffered at some point during the last five years because mm-hmm. i would just spend way too much time focused on on the games or the grind or mm-hmm. whatever and then i decided to do games s- uh 
That sounds plural. Ga- game, <laughs> game, destiny. Um, and then I decided to put all that energy towards something a little bit more productive, like this. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, I think I think it's it's more beneficial than anything. But I agree, as a gamer, it it irks me the way that that is twisted and and mocked when it's just another way for people to hopefully gain some insight on themselves and start feeling better. Tyler, any uh. Any thoughts about everything we've discussed so far? Uh, this whole topic has been insightful for me. I was anticipating something like this. I was, uh, admittedly to Nick here. Sorry, to O-R, the Thank you. 11th, the 11th, to Eleanor. Uh, <laughs> Acceptable. I have been, uh, I was a little hesitant uh, about this uh, because I've realized that uh, I'm not good at opening up at times, especially with obviously somebody that I'm not really privy to. No offense to you, of course, snaps. How dare and, you? And uh, I know, right? Oh, gosh, the shame. I, I, I may look like a bride, but I will never bring honor to my family. Uh, I That's a joke. <laughs> joke. Joke. That's not the part I would uh, I would get after you for. It would be the very first part of your sentence. I would tell you, I think it would be good to restructure. When we tell ourselves what we're not capable of, our brain is listening. And you just told us and your brain that you're not good at opening up. Like present tense in general, I just am not good at it. How likely do you think you are to open up when you tell yourself you're bad at it all the time? Fair. So with wording a sentence like that, would it be uh, better to say I'm not used to it? Or I'm still learning how to open up. Yeah, that would be a good, a good, nice kind of like middle of the road story to tell yourself. The way I like to tell people to structure it is in the past, I struggled with opening up to people, but now I open myself up whenever I want to or whatever. You know, you try to, you can explain that this is something you've battled in the past. We don't need to pretend that you have always been great at opening up, but you could do that. Like in the past, I struggled with this. Now I love talking to people about myself, about my feelings, about whatever. So even if it's not necessarily true, like, so if I say just to run off Tyler's example, um, mm-hmm. I'm in the, in the past, I wasn't good at opening up. Uh, and even if saying that I don't open up still, I guess that's sort of implanting kind of seeds mm-hmm. of you getting used to at some point, then finally opening up. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just, it's for yourself. It's for being more more specific with your language and for giving yourself that little bit of hope even. Like in the past, this is something that I struggled with, but it's something I'm working on. Like even that, we don't need to always be so locked in, like do the present tense, don't include these words. But just in general, remember that the story you're telling yourself really matters. So are you saying something that is 100% true and will always be true? Or are you saying something that you've battled in the past, but you're ready to tackle head on now? So, like I said, uh, I was uh, really receptive. I am really receptive to the things that you were saying. I can tell. And uh, good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am afraid <laughs> to say a sentence that way. It's a challenge. This is challenging. And, you know, I, I don't want it to be something where you feel like you're getting, like, picked on for language. But this is, whether I'm in the room or not, I think it's important to just slow down. Choose your words carefully. Think about the way that you talk about yourself and the way that you talk about what you're working on. For sure. God bless truncate silence. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, it's... Uh that's the like the power of language is something I've unknowingly practiced for a while um, I don't know I don't think anybody knows this but uh, when my um, my when my mom um, left like the marriage she even to, to, to today today she feels uh, um, guilty for leaving my mom my me and my sister and so like every 
it used to be a lot more, but now every month or so, they'll, something will come up and be like, yeah, I was, you know, I was a bad mother. I'm like, and so I've been doing this for years now where I'm like, no, you're not because of this, this, and this. And I gave her, give her a breakdown uh, for the last, what, uh, 16 years now I've been doing it pretty regularly. And I'm like, no, you're not because of these, these, and these facts. And so a lot of these things uh, that, uh, a lot of the the, the 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 principles that I connect with on snaps has been things that I've already been doing, mm-hmm. uh, which is which as uh, over the last year or so I've been realizing and I'm like that's kind of crazy how I've been doing that already and I've never applied that to myself until the last year and a half or so. Right. Yeah. I think that's one of the things that I found really fascinating about like my mental health and mindfulness journey was the few things I was doing for myself that did feel good after I understood like how they work in my brain and what they do and that there are like ways you cannot just do that when you need to reactively but you can proactively include that in your routine. I was blown away too like oh shit I do that. <gasps> cool. And if I do that like every day for a certain amount of time it could actually make me feel even better. Dope. Good to know. But going back to you though Tyler why was uh you said that you were looking forward to this but you were also a little bit a little bit nervous was there a certain thing that you were hoping to be able to talk to us about today that is a great question I think you're doing an awesome job uh classic deflection yep just avoid it anyways uh I don't want to hear from you okay (laughs) um I thought the focus would be uh about uh video game and depression in particular Mm -hmm. which is something i have uh battled in the past i'm I'm doing a lot better with it nowadays but it was a uh, a leading factor in my life in an earlier part of my years and i thought and i was worried that it was going to be an old wound that was going to be opened up again mm. and so i was uh, curious to see how this was going to roll out and it did roll out in a way i was not expecting and i really appreciated it and you know Quite frankly, we can still talk about video games and, you know, depression and, you know, things that are correlated. But technically, we did. We covered uh, a good chunk about that, <laughs> you know, uh, how it leads to video game addiction. And, like, I am I am walking across an open field and I am, like, looking for the bouncing Bettys right now and the way I'm, I'm trying to speak to you. And have I, have I triggered any yet? No, I think you're doing really well. I think honestly what I'm looking for out of this is um, getting to the root of things, right? And one of the things you just touched on is something that a lot of people, myself included, have struggled with in the past, which is that feeling of, I feel good right now. What is about to break? Like, I feel great, but something is going to go wrong. And I hear it from people in the community all the time. Like, man, I'm having such a great week, but now I'm nervous because that means something bad is going to happen soon. And like, that is oh, yeah. that is not the case. I and said what that I the other found, day, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. One of those days where like, you were just like, this, the ball's going to drop soon. Something's going to happen. This is too good, yeah. Yeah. I'll have a great day on my work as a truck driver. And then I'm just frightened on my car ride from the warehouse back to the house because I drive through farmland, mm-hmm. which means deer. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I'm sitting there like, mm. I'm usually actually more vulgar towards the deer than worried about myself. Like, you know, I I, I dare you bastards to come out <laughs> of the road. I'll take you over now, Kakara. Uh, and uh, but yes, 
I, I do anticipate that, you know, I, I am going to have a great day, but I'm also prepared for the worst just in case something like that happens because I notice if I am 100% uh, super optimism and something bad happens, I uh, become uh, from like either uh, manic to depressive or, uh, you know, like I, the stress just kind of like tilts me over almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And so I, I do try to keep a little grain of salt on me just in case. Interesting. So. All right. I figured you're going to say that. Let's see what your trap card you activated. <laughs> What I've what I've found is that in situations like that where you're concerned that your day is in jeopardy or your life is in jeopardy because you're happy, a lot of times I've found that it's because you're basing your happiness on something external, even if it's just the idea of you having a good day, right? Versus going into your day knowing that things in the day could go wrong. You could have a day that people would describe as bad, but you could still be happy through it. And that's where I'm very grateful to be now is I, I like to make a distinction between happiness and joy. And some people have it the reverse, right? That one is internal, one is external. But for me, happiness is something that is a part of us. Happiness is what you started out as when you were young and curious and excited about everything before you had everyone else's expectations piled on you, before you consumed media that told you how to be, before you started interacting with your world in a way that was sometimes painful, you were a jubilant child like most people were and then for some people it starts very young like I started battling anxiety and depression when I was like 10 years old so it can be hard to remember that but I do firmly believe that at our core all of us we are happy we just don't know it yet because we haven't found a way to connect to it so the happiness that I have right now I'm very grateful for it because I know that Everything in my life could burn down. And I mean that like everything. I could lose my relationship, which is a wonderful thing in my life. My house could burn down. I could lose my dogs, my family. I could be broke again, get evicted, whatever. I will still be happy because I am happy to exist, because I'm happy to learn and experience, because I'm happy for every opportunity that I'm here. Now, joy though, joy is something that you pursue externally. Joy is something that kind of helps you tap into that happiness faster. You experience moments of joy Joy. Like I saw you having little moments of joy as your wife is feeding your dog treats, right? Like that's something. Look, I was trying to, I <laughs> am trying and I will focus on you as best as I can. But when I have the cutest little creature in the background of my camera eating treats, yes, my eyes might have tilted a little we bit. We got no beef. I think it's a great thing. It's another example of joy versus happiness, right? So if you're basing your happiness on what is actually joy, then it's a scary prospect. You start your day and you're like, I'm feeling joy because I things have gone right for me so far. You know, wife made me a great meal. I'm going out in a job I enjoy. I'm safe. My dog got some extra treats. Fuck yeah today. But that idea that that joy could go away means, fuck, I might be left with nothing. What if this happens? What if I get hurt? What if the truck breaks? What if the dog is sick? Whatever. Then suddenly there's that fear of spiraling and losing yourself. So all these things I'm telling you, all these things that we've been kind of working through up until this point, practicing gratitude, um, learning to like yourself a little bit more, learning to empower yourself with words, thoughts, and actions at every chance you get, gives you this unshakable happiness. And because happiness is your core. It can exist simultaneously along with sadness 
along with grief, along with anger, frustration, and joy. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So that's what I would wish for for you, is that you can grow and build this confidence in yourself to where you know today could suck. Today could go absolutely the worst way possible, but I am and will be okay. I am and will be happy because it is me. The only thing I have to do is let go of this in order to reconnect to it. I need to stop and sit and be still and let this bullshit world wash away. I need to stop and sit and be still and stop being in my past or stop freaking out about a future that might not ever be here. I need to exist in this second and know that in this fucking second, I'm alive. I have another chance. I'm okay. She snaps the mental masseuse. <laughs> I like to massage your brain places. <laughs> Mental or emotional, or both? Mm. The emotional, I feel like if you say emotional, maybe the emotion masseuse. Because mm. the emotional masseuse is like, I'm rubbing your back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah, crying. Yeah, I, Honestly, I am a very emotional person <laughs> these days, too. So that's just so that probably what. You know, like, like if anyone's watching this, right, my face gets red really easily, especially like when I'm a little bit overheated. It's a little warm in here. But like, I'm a very yeah, emotional no, uh, person the these the days. So I start, I get flushed when I feel certain feelings. And as I'm watching you and your face, like, there's two things I'm seeing here, right? I'm seeing LR, who's just smiling with this beautiful, like, Mm, I know how this feels. It feels so good. And then I'm watching you and I'm seeing that for what might be the first time in a while, you're starting to think, holy fuck, I might be okay. I might not have to fear depression coming back and kicking me in the nuts. And that like makes me feel great because I can usually tell when people are hearing what I'm saying, but not believing it for a second. And I can feel that there's this ever so slight tug from you that makes you think maybe she's not full of shit. And that for and me was- what absolutely feel got me going. It makes me feel good and it also makes me feel emotional because I know that if you take this and run with it, I, I've been doing this for myself for a year and almost 10 months. That's it. Nearly two years of dedication to my mind and body has led me to a point where my happiness is so fucking unshakable. People have said and done some of the worst things you can imagine to me. I lost my dad at the beginning of this year unexpectedly and it, it broke my heart for sure. But what I learned through that experience is that happiness and grief can coincide. And that was empowering to know that I could experience my grief without drowning in it, without losing myself in it. And whenever I have an opportunity to kind of bring that message to someone else, even if they have that ever so slight tug pulling them towards it, it makes me want to cry because I know you're about to go on the most joyful fucking journey of your life. And that's what LR's face is telling us right now he's like i know because i feel it i feel it a little bit like i'm not all the way there but i feel that joy of the fucking journey for the first time ever and i want you to feel that this is like me wanting to cry over the joy knowing that like you got some good shit coming your way bud it's uh amazing i actually it's been a while because uh these past uh few months of I'm gonna, you know, I will admit, have been trying for me. Mm -hmm. It's been a lot of trial and tribulations, but everybody has that. You know, there's always that one tug. You know, obviously there's good stretches to where, you know, no stress is really hitting your life, but there's always going to be, you know, at least a, an expected amount of stress. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's weird because I'm actually having a person do the opposite, uh, bringing a lot of negativity uh, towards me right now. And so it's weird being infused with the complete opposite. Uh, it is uh, refreshing, mm -hmm. would be the term, I believe. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. I, I As soon as we started this podcast, I swear I was like, I'm going to get this guy. I fucking got him. <laughs> yeah, the, the, moment, <laughs> the, the moment Nick to walk away and I said, 
I'm a little bit nervous because uh, I have a habit of driving people away. I must, uh, you probably had that fucking Naruto, I'm going to be the Hokage one day spark in your eyes. You're like, this guy is going to be putty in my hands when I'm done with him and he's going to realize it. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear this or not yet, but because um, I don't want to make you feel self-conscious, but it was before you even spoke. It was just um, like when people are happy with themselves and they feel present, we tend to not be as fidgety. We tend to not be as uncomfortable with silences or without like contributing to what's going on, right? So the first thing that I noticed as soon as we had all of our camera feeds up together is that you seemed to struggle just being in your own skin, just sitting still for a second and like waiting, so to speak. So I was like, he's antsy. He's jumping out of his skin right now, but he's holding it back to the point where it's, you know, camera angle movements and, and silly, like funny gestures and stuff versus just let's see where this goes. And that was my first clue. It wasn't even the words you said. It was just the feeling that I got like this guy doesn't know how fucking great he is yet. And I can't wait for him to see it. Fair enough. <laughs> Nick. I think uh, I'd like to keep the the party going on afterwards, but I think that's going to be an excellent cut for the podcast. I think so, too. We found a fantastic place to stop. Um, I I hope anybody who manages to get a chance to listen to this takes away something um, and starts applying it to their day to days because everybody, as Snap said, everybody, everybody is deserves to be happy i think it's a Mm -hmm. it's it's a right that we're given and we need to take full advantage of and some people unfortunately have to learn how to get there but they deserve to get there um so we're gonna go back to some cleanup duty and the more video game side of things uh we've just got some game releases coming up uh this day in gaming and then we'll get a chance for uh, snaps if you just hang around for a few more minutes you'll be able to plug in all your shit and tell people where to find you can i just add one more thing to this to to wrap up our little conversations Tyler, your wife's in chat, which is fucking dope that y'all are like a team effort for this. If you don't have anything going on after this podcast, or if you are willing to postpone the work that I know you have to do or would like to do, I, I would- I don't do this until tomorrow. I always wait one day. Nice. So then tonight, when you finish with this, go in. Oh my God, don't worry. <laughs> do that after. That's an after. The first thing mm. that I think you and your wife should do is grab a pen and paper and sit and talk. And these are the questions that you're going to answer, okay? What kind of life do we want to live and why? And then what kind of people do we want to be in that life? And then after you have decided on that, and that can take a long time, and I'm encouraging you to get to the root, root of it. Not I want to be wealthy, but think about what that wealth might mean to you. What kind of life do I want to live and why? What kind of person do I want to be in that life? So both of you define that together, write it down. And then from there, plan out a routine that allows you to become those people and live those lives. Because that's really all it is. It's a very simple process. It's not easy, but it is simple. You define what you want and then you do all the research and all the work it takes to get there. So I decided what kind of life I wanted to have. I decided what kind of person I wanted to be in that life. And every single day I work towards those goals, nothing else. It's not about the numbers. It's not about the money. It is about those goals. What kind of life do I want to live? What kind of person do I want to be in that life? And since you have a very clearly supportive wife in chat, I think y'all are about to have a great fucking conversation about this. And then at the end, y'all can have that real great sex that is unburdened from thoughts of all the stuff we just talked about today and is like fresh start sex. No, fuck it. It's a joke. It's going to be the best three minutes for her life. (laughs) (laughs) Fresh start sex. It's going to be great. So that's my my final challenge to y'all is, is do that together tonight while this is all at the surface for you. And hold with her you. in the shower. Or hold hands, <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. 
So we're gonna move up to game releases. Uh, just a little bit of housekeeping before we close off here. Uh, we've only got a few <laughs> games, so it's gonna go quick. Um, Destiny 2 Shadowkeep is out! October 1st, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, it's gonna be on Steam, so again, if you haven't preloaded it on Steam, make sure you go and do that. It is a big file, I believe it is 84 gigabytes. Um, you know a girl who chants love at the bound of this world, October 1st as well, PS4, Nintendo Switch, PC. It is a visual novel. I was about to what? ask, do I know? Yeah, what, are you, a... what are you talking about? <laughs> um, ghost... Did you just throw a bunch of words together? I wish I did, but it's that's what's listed here with that, that I put down, so... Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint, October 4th, PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Ghostbusters, the video game remastered, October 4th, PS4, Xbox One, <laughs> PC, and Nintendo Switch. Um, Which is interesting. Yes, uh, this is the original, so this is an actual remaster, not a remake uh, of the original video game. Um, and now for this day in gaming, September 30th, uh, starting in 2003, we've got Halo Combat Evolved, uh, came out on the PC in 2003. Um, now, this, happy 16th birthday. So, wow, this that's is a big birthday. Yeah, right well, this is not. So, I wanted to clarify this is not the first time this game came out. This game came out in 2001 originally for the Xbox, but this is when it came out on the PC, mm-hmm. and this is what started the whole FPS cycle for me. So, I just wanted to note that out particularly. Um, but then the next one, which you'd be uh, excited by, Tyler, Sora Limited, formed in 2005 and has been responsible for every major Super Smash Bros. title from 2008 to the current year 2019 are you certain on that well that's what it says so therefore yes <laughs> as long as the, the, that's what my research has shown me um so starting in 2008 oh, uh, may i rephrase my question yes are, are you sure i would be happy with that it, well yeah it's a nintendo game and it's mario so i'm like yeah sure okay fair. i, yeah, I sure. just tagged it under sure. your title did you just assume my video game preference yes i did what are you gonna do about it I'm gonna ask you to keep going and I will uh, thank you for your time um, so that's thank you be- for your time <laughs> you're welcome uh, this was September 30th by the way all these games these all these games came out on this day September 30th 2005 yeah, so happy birthday to all the gays out there too that have their birthday happy today. birthday to all the gays on yeah, September 30th y'all are special yay um, alright so snaps this is where we close off plug in everything where can people find you what do you do it's your chance to promote everything. <laughs> um, until I do a major rebrand early next year, everything is going to be... Most of my social media is mind of snaps, um, okay. but Twitch is twitch.tv slash she snaps. So, like, Twitch was my intention i think originally was which was still going to be a lot of gaming content and everything else else was going to be like mental health mindfulness nonsense so we're going to be combining all of that at some point early next year but for now she snaps is twitch she snaps is the patreon and that's where i've got like affirmations and things like that and then uh yeah twitter instagram the podcast and my youtube is all mind of snaps cool Good deal. tyler where can people find you you can find his excellency at twitter at at oh jeez you're who you're gonna make me blush, man. Uh, actually, I'm blushing. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at two times Tyler. Uh, all letters, one word, two times Tyler. But Nick, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch at lr11. Same thing with Instagram and on Twitter, I'm lr the eleventh because somebody took lr11. Um, you can find Rude. Glenn, our third member, on uh, Twitch.tv/raiseit. R A E. So you, somebody's gonna make fun of me. Is it Z or Z? Z. Z okay, R A E Z E T H. This is a Canadian stream. It's Zed. Oh, I All mean, right, yeah. I'm you. sorry. We're we're in yeah. Canada. Yeah. Zed. Thank you. Um, he's also. Say what you talking about, Snaps? Oh my Jeez. goodness. 
He's also on Ready to Roll, a D&D focused podcast, and you can find him on Twitter at Glenn Houston, but it's two N's and spelled like Huston. Uh, hmm. You can find us, Casual Master Quest, on the social medias as well. Um, <laughs> the on Twitter, social medias. On Twitter, we're at MasterQuestPod. Email CasualMasterQuest at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram, just look for Casual MasterQuest and we will pop up. You can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever podcasts live. And yeah, that's it. Any last words before we end off here? Be nice I, to yourself. Okay. <laughs> Snaps, thank you very much for, uh, for for today. Today was uh, very good. I, enjoyed I liked it. your face through all of it. You're a good friend. Thank you. I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Look, did you friend. see the way that he just was looking at you? Like, like you're just like, I don't know, like his best bud. He's just like, oh, good. Yes, feel better. I love you so much. There's, yeah, yeah. there's very, uh, like, I, I struggle who, sometimes. Who is she talking about here? Both of us. We're, we're both Nick? awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, I struggle I sometimes with articulating support sometimes. So when there's somebody who can actually put what I'm trying to do in words... It makes mm-hmm. my job a little easier because I'm just very good at being there. That's the yeah. one thing I'm the best at. So, yeah, no, it was good. I very liked happy. it. That, that was uh, casual, or that is casual Master Quest, but I would like to plug one last thing in, and that is Casual Quest Masters, oh, right, our yeah. D&D podcast. Okay, forget about that. Uh, yeah. Get your shit you together, to, bud. Uh, if you want to check out our podcast feed for Casual Master Quest, you're going to find the first episode of Casual Quest Masters, a D&D 5th edition live play podcast that just shipped out the door. We'll be having an episode 2 coming out sometime this week for you guys, and honestly, it's pretty damn good. I'm excited. <laughs> Um, so that was Snaps. That was Tyler. And this is me, Nick LR. Thank that you very much Nick. for listening to this <laughs> that very, was Eleanor. very special episode of Casual Master Quest. Master Quest. And don't forget to never stop the grind. Bye. Bye. The intro to the podcast, titled Casual Master Quest, was paid for and produced by the wonderful talent Revelry's Music. You can find more of their work at soundcloud.com forward slash revelries music or just click on the link in the show descriptions the background music is the album top 50 best classical piano music by brilliant classics you can find out more about creative commons at www.creativecommons.org forward slash license forward slash by forward slash 4.0